everybody, and welcome back. Hello. 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 And Hello. Welcome, and welcome back to the Come Play Podcast. It's been a while. It's been a minute. We're back. Uh, it's me, Brendy, and Bobby. Uh, episode 15. Zach is not with us, but we are back. It's been a... We had a little bit of a layoff, um, but we're happy to be back and talking about some sports today. Uh, and some video games, as always. Uh, you know, welcome yourselves back, guys. Come on now. Oh, okay. welcome back. Look, I was I was in New Jersey with y'all. Can't exactly record the podcast then. Yeah, we uh, we were uh, we actually did plan. Uh, Brandon made the made the nice long trip to New Jersey, and uh, all we did was play poker. Um, yeah, the whole time. So, 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 literally the entire time for three straight nights. So there was that. Um, we went we, we had, one night. We went bowling one night. <laughs> But gotcha. then I got hurt, and Ty unfortunately had some family emergency stuff going. So it wasn't totally still can't the plan. Out how the hell that happened? By the way, I have no idea, and I'm not even <laughs> going to begin to figure out what I even did. For the for those listening, I'm referring to, uh, I have had back problems for since I was 16 years old, and I came home from college, and literally within the first night of me going to sleep in my own bed, uh, I woke up and it felt like somebody hit my back with a jackhammer. And I could barely walk and looked like a question mark as I was walking around. It was terrible. Uh, better now, <laughs> but uh, it was not fun. And, of course, it had to happen when uh, Brendan, you know, the guy I've been friends with for, I don't know, five, Brian, six years of a lot. Trying to meet him in person for probably the past two or three years. And yeah. So, you know, that all happened. We were going to do a... Uh, uh, IRL podcast, but that didn't come to fruition because I couldn't figure out how in God's name I wanted to do it technically. Uh, yeah. Was going to steal my, my my girlfriend's mic that I bought her for Christmas and open it up <laughs> and use it, but I decided I'm against happy that. You did, yeah, I was going to say how you didn't yeah, do that. But yeah, it's, uh, it's been a while. Um, so yeah, we are back for episode 15 and uh, we're going to get right into it. Um we have some uh, NFL talk this week, uh, as always, uh, with the playoffs coming around. And then the college football playoff uh, is Monday, so this may be up before the game. Uh, may not. We will see. But we are going to talk about that. Um, and then we have some other stuff, World Juniors, and uh, and some talk about, like I said, Antonio Brown and the NFL. So uh, we first start off, and I'll pass this to Bobby. Um, but Mean Gene Oakland uh, passed away uh, last. I want to. It was last week now, right? Mm-hmm, um, yeah. That he passed away. So yeah, I'll give that over to you. Yep. So uh, Mean Gene Oakland, and man, if you don't know Mean Gene, you don't know wrestling. Um, God, prominent interviewer of WWE for God decades. Just, just the, he had the voice, dude. Like it's just, it's so synonymous with with backstage interviews in 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 world wrestling entertainment it's it it's it's you know the wrestling world took a huge blow with his passing everybody knew who this guy was even people who may not have been totally fans like everybody knew who judo was he had some of the most prominent interviews in wrestling history most notably with you know macho man randy savage ultimate warrior hulk hogan uh andre the giant all those guys i think my favorite is the is the interview he did with andre the giant where He's looking at the size of his hand, and yeah. he's he's like, "Look at that! Look at the size of my head!" And then he like covers his face, <laughs> with yeah, his I hand. That. I love that one. So, um, 
Uh, not sure. I have yet to find how exactly he passed away, but he passed away at the age of 76. WWE announced um, his legacy will obviously live on. He is a Hall of Famer in WWE as well as, well as many other uh, organizations. Uh, got a start in AWA, went on WWE, and said interviews with every big star you could possibly name. Uh, really sad day. Condolences to Oakland's family and friends. And uh, yeah, just a really sad thing. Gonna miss you, Gene. So, so really quick, I just yeah. wanted to say, um, according to his son, he apparently had three kidney transplants mm-hmm. and suffered a fall, which basically caused his health to deteriorate, to deteriorate in the uh, weeks leading up to his health. Isn't that isn't that crazy? That uh, just a fall. And, and, I, and I know it's not a source that you like, but that's according to TMZ. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 so. So one thing I, I was going to say real quick is, uh, you know, a lot of people love WWE and WWF, you know, what it was known as and um, and hate it. Uh, but, you know, there's there's figures that shape um, the shape wrestling and, you know, and shape the entertainment of it. Um, you know, like The Undertaker was such a, a prominent figure for a while. and um, you know, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, stuff like that. And, you know, like Gene Oakland, I think, was one of those guys that shaped mm-hmm. um, shaped the WWE into what it is now, and, stu- you know, in terms of entertain- entertainment value and stuff like that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, He's made numerous appearances even after he, uh, you know, kind of retired. Right. Um, you know, he, he was actually, I was looking when I was looking around, he appeared last year. I forgot he appeared on, on I think it was, SmackDown or Raw. Uh, one time he was interviewing AJ Styles, who's you know he's the hottest wrestler on the market right now. Well, not I'm sorry, not on the market in the wrestling world right now. He's not on the market. Yeah. He's, not, he's not free agent yet. But um, he he you know so he was still very active. Um, his Hall of Fame speech, which I I'm so sad I couldn't find to play for this uh, for the podcast, is where he said that you know when I get the calls of the big house upstairs. I want you to bury me face down so all the critics can kiss my ass. And if that it does not describe who Mean Gene Oakland was as just the the, the 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 biggest promo cutter of all time, yeah, I'll tell you. So just sad day. Um, yeah, you know, just just true legend, true legend. There will never be another one like him. Yeah, like I said, I think he's one of the guys that shaped the uh, WWE. So, mm-hmm. um, speaking of. This is such a bad transition. <laughs> but I was gonna say, speaking of guys that shape things. No, I'm kidding. Uh no. I oh, move on to uh, Christian Pulisic. It was a joke, calm down. Uh Christian okay, Pulisic, the um man who looks to shape uh the state of United States soccer, um is uh the the easily the brightest star for the United States, uh, you know, just an amazing player. So, uh, he has been at uh, Borussia Dortmund for um, a couple of years now. Uh, he is uh, moving on. Uh, he's going to England. He is going to Chelsea on a deal uh, worth sixty four million euros. Because I don't know why, and I can do the conversion, but I'm too lazy. But every site that I, th- yeah, it's every site like has it in euros. So, um, well, but yeah, 
Australia. <laughs> or I don't even know if it's euros or sterling. Whatever. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, so he, he, he moves on to Chelsea now. Uh, Chelsea did loan him back to Dortmund for the rest of the season, so he won't move to Chelsea to the end of the year. Uh, but, um, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, I want to, I, I don't know if concern is the right word, but, um, Dortmund has been one of the teams, uh, in recent memory that has been pretty good at developing prospects. Um, they've had this year alone. I mean, I, I think, I think for Pulisic alone, I think they kind of showcased him well and, um, and develop him well. And, and they got other guys there. Um, Jaden Sancho, uh, an English player, uh, has been one of those guys, really young guy, who's kind of emerged through their system. Um, and and a lot of people are concerned because Chelsea has not been the greatest at pushing out uh, prospects, um, you know, in recent memory. So, um, you know, I tend to think that uh, it's basically, in my mind, it's all about how much playing time he's going to get. Because I think he's already at that stage where, you know, he's proven uh, he's proven himself to be a good player um, and to get playing time. Um, they uh, have some older, you know, he's a, he kind of plays around the field, but he's primarily been playing at a left mid and right mid. And uh, they have some guys over there that are a little bit older so you'd think he'd get some playing time but we'll see but it's crazy because um you know just how much Pulisic is means and hopefully will mean to u.s soccer so here's a crazy stat again this is all in euros because uh of course it is uh and this uh this site i'm on is uh, stars and stripes fc um but this is crazy so uh in terms of the most expensive transfers for Americans all time, uh, Kristen Pulisic is at 64 million euros is well above number two, uh, which is John Brooks, um, defender who wow. now plays for Wolfsburg at 17 million. Now the crazy thing is, if you add up number uh, the second uh, most expensive transfer to the tenth, the top ten. It is just over what was paid for for Pulisic. Um, basically, combined, he almost he he's worth almost as much as that uh, two through ten are, which is crazy. So it adds up to them for seventy two point four million euros, and he got sold for uh, sixty four. Uh, so it's crazy. He means so much, and like I said, he is the future um, for U.S. soccer and. You know, hopefully things work out. Uh, it's cool for me because uh, in the U.S., um, really, like you know, I'm a big soccer fan, but you we don't really get access to the the Bundesliga that much. Like they'll play some games here and there, but um, you know, the Premier League is what they show, and most often here. So it'd be cool to actually be able to watch him week in and week out. Uh, also, um, through the last year, he is. Uh, the third highest transfer uh, out of all players. So it's crazy, man, what yeah, he got sold for. It's kind of funny to think, you know, that man is two years younger than me and is basically <laughs> the face of the yeah. team. Now, you know, I was having this conversation the other day. Like, it's getting to that point in my life where, like, it's, it, it, in the NHL, like, some of the players that are about to get drafted are going to be 
like 2000 birthdays. Uh, and that's just crazy to me. Um, but yes, he is, uh, he's just an amazing player and I really hope it works out there. Um, and uh better for the u.s men's national team say yeah like i said he played really well with dortmund they give him some champions league games some league games um they really kind of showcase him, and he played well uh so um like i said he is loaned back to dortmund for the rest of the season but we'll be joining uh chelsea in july um and uh and his journey will continue there but yeah uh Kind of, it's big news for U.S. soccer because that's your future right there. So, <laughs> um, you know, you want to protect them. I hope I, I I hope it all works out for them. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the uh, one of the most fun tournaments um, that I've in hockey, I think, really, uh, and you know, arguably in sports, though many people won't watch it, uh, just wrapped up. Uh, the World Junior Championships um, being held in Vancouver this year. Um, Vancouver and Victoria, I should say. Um, hmm. Just wrapped up. Uh, heartbreak for the U.S. Uh, as Finland takes gold uh, on a goal um, from pro- the probable number two pick behind uh, Jack Hughes in the 2019 draft, Capo uh, Caco. Um, with 126 left, uh, and just heartbreak uh, after being down two nothing, United States ties it up two two, um, and uh, and yeah, with 126 left, I'm watching it. I literally texted the group chat ten seconds before and said I can't breathe, and then fucking Finland scored. It, um, so it, it was, man, it was it's, tough. It's so hard to be mad at that goal too. That was just a good play. Yeah, like, got uh, loose. So one thing I will say is I think, um, you know, you talk about the, f- the 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 five prominent powerhouses in these and this tournament and really the world at this point uh, for hockey. It's United States, Canada, Finland, Russia, Sweden. Um, out of those five teams, being Amer- or I should say, really four teams, because being American, not counting them. Um, Finland just always seems like a team like I just never want to play. Like they're very, they're a very um, organized team. They're very, uh, just very skilled and methodical. Um, And, you know, they've been pumping out prospects to the NHL. Mm -hmm. uh, And a lot of their team are first and second round talents in the NHL or uh, soon to be, like I said, Capo Caco will probably be the second overall pick. Uh, he fun. might challenge for the first, um, but yeah, I, I think the hype uh, for Jack Hughes is too high. But yeah, yeah, I, it, it will. It, it'll probably be Jack. By the way, just to mention, Jack Hughes. Watching him, um, this was really my first time, like you know, full on watching, uh, like full on games of him. He is a uh, he's he's really crazy, like. He has very good acceleration. He's he's very fast. He's got very good acceleration. Um, he's very confident in the puck. Has good you know puck skills. Um, so I can see why <laughs> he should be the first overall pick. Um, his, his head's always up to us. So it's my it's yeah. my favorite thing about him. I mean, like it's it's one thing if you're able to move. It's one thing that you're able to time it the way he does. Like yeah. He, he he the moves that he makes and, and he, you know he could you know I know the old saying goes you can stick handle in a 
freaking phone booth, but yeah, it, he <laughs> really can. He knows where the guys are coming, and he can make just the tiniest little moves that just send people flying around the other side of the ice. It's 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 absurd. It, yeah, it's, it's weird though because you know he didn't notch anything. He notched a few assists, but I don't think he ever found the back of the net. He did not. No, and neither um, did his brother. No, I, like I said, I think. Uh, you know, I think overall, I think the U.S., um, the, you know, there wasn't a guy on that team where I was like, you know, he's the reason they lost or something. I think they all played well. Um, you know, uh, special for me because uh, he's a Sharks prospect. Uh, Sasha Chmielewski, uh was one of the unsung heroes for the U.S. I had a goal, a clutch goal yesterday and then um, an amazing assist yesterday to tie up the game. Um, he, he finished with four goals and two assists, six yeah. points in seven games played. Yeah, he was one of, you know, the U.S.'s best players. And it's crazy because, you know, um, six-round pick for the Sharks a couple years back. And uh, not that you don't expect anything out of a six-round pick. Like, look, this guy's still a good player. But, you know, you get you get when you got guys on the team like Jack Hughes and uh, Quinn Hughes and uh, Ryan Poling, you know, Josh Norris, like all these guys, first round picks, you don't expect the sixth round pick to be the guy that is, uh, comes out and is one of the best players, but he, he plays with a lot of heart. He's not afraid to go to the front of the net, uh, which leads me to my next point. Uh, <laughs> the disallowed goal yesterday because Chimileski drove the net. Um, I, so Here's the thing. In the NHL, that's a goal every day of the week. And in the IIHF, that should be a goal every day of the week. Um, I was very confused uh, by that no goal, uh, the the goal that got waved off. Um, Now, I know there's a rule in the the double IHF that says, uh, you know, like the, the crease violation, whatever. Bobby actually has the rule, so I'll let him read it. Um, and then we'll kind of give our thoughts because, like I said, I was fu- furious and very confused uh, by this non-goal. So it's huh. so this is coming from scouting the refs um, on Twitter. Um, they they screenshotted the uh, the rule, um, which is rule uh, one eighty four and one eighty six has some definitions that are uh, related to this. Uh, you get over there, Brady. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. I'm like I my the nightmare, the video playing as I'm looking for another story happened. <laughs> Continue, of please. It does. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, rule one eighty four, uh, goaltender and goal crease, one eighty four dot one. If an attacking skater establishes position in the goal crease, play will be stopped and the ensuing faceoff will take place at the nearest faceoff spot in the neutral zone. Um, so, hey, right off the bat, you know how strict they are with the crease. They talked about it a lot, too. This is something that was not, you know, something that just happened in the finals. They talked about this pretty frequently about uh, crease play and how different it is from the NHL. Uh, so, rule 186. Um, Notably, rule 186.4, if an attacking skater establishes position in the goal crease, obscuring the goaltender's sight line, but making no contact, and a goal is scored, it will not count. And then also, uh, that's what that's what uh, the, the Twitter account scouting the refs highlighted, but I also read, so at the top here, 
uh, 186.1, if an attacking skater makes contact with a goaltender in the goal crease during game action, he will be assessed a minor penalty for interference. If a goal is scored at this time, it will not count. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now compared to the NHL rules, this is the complete opposite direction. In the NHL, I don't have the official rule to read for the NHL, but it, it, and Ty, correct me if I'm if I say this incorrectly. But if the puck is in the yeah, players are are still generally not supposed to be in the crease. Mm-hmm. That, that that is a rule in the NHL. So, however, if they're playing the puck and not um, you know, attacking the goalie and score. It's a good goal. Yeah, so that that's the basis of it. There's 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 better lingo than what I'm giving for for what exactly that rule is. So, I guess in in the eyes of the IHF, it's it, that was the right call. But to everybody else this didn't make any sense and this still doesn't make any sense so i guess um so like i i just don't know what excuse me what exactly you're supposed to do if you're chimileski they're like so but i mean you know the goalie saves it it takes a really weird bounce it hits the back glass and comes back over the net uh right into and sits right into the crease um, not only is Shemaleski being like battling with another guy, but the puck is right there for the grab, like up for grabs in the crease. Like, I don't know, like what he's really supposed to do to get the puck, like, like you know, to make it a a legal play. Now, um, apparently, by you know, going off what people were saying and all the the hockey experts and. And stuff like that. They're saying by the letter of the law, yes, that's a correct call. But it, we all know that's bullshit. Basically, it's, is it, what they were saying. So really weird thing. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it, my my favorite had to be the. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm forgetting who who were the commentators for for this game specifically. Um, my favorite for them is uh, that they were like. Well, under the under the rule, this is the right call. But anyone with common sense knows that this isn't the yeah, right call. That was uh, I think, I think his name's Dave Starman or something. He does yeah. like all the international yeah. World Junior games and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, and I like, Steven I like Nelson. Them. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. But yeah, they he basically said that, and I was like, yeah, that could not be more true. It, um, oh I, I, I mean, the other stories to that game um, were. Uh, you know, all the whole time, literally on it, at least in the U.S. on the NHL Network broadcast, they were talking about you know the the United States power play and how it's the best and how teams fare when they have the best power play in these tournaments and they win gold and blah 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 blah. Um, well, the U.S. power play goes over five last night, and not to mention, like, I mean, they did have some good scoring chances. Don't get me wrong, but for the most part, Finland shut down a lot of what they were trying to do. Um, and you know, I thought that was kind of, uh, the story last night. Um, you know, uh, Finland shut everything down, uh, did a pretty good job of, in a defensive zone. I mean, they, they had a couple turnovers in their own zone that they probably would have liked to not happen. What is it with <laughs> um, the U.S. and, 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 and turnovers? Cause this is a problem in the NHL too. 
Does yeah, well, I, I, I was city. saying, I remember, I think I texted you or something, saying that I thought the first game of the tournament, I think it was like the first second game of the tournament. Let's yeah. see. I'm trying to think who they played. Isn't yeah, it weird but, how quick this tournament went, by the way? Yeah, it, I, I love this tournament. It's but it's, it's like too short, man. But mm-hmm. I mean, they have to do this because they these players have other obligations. But yeah, the first game was against Slovakia, a team they should have handled um, easily. I mean, they won the game two one, but I remember watching the game and thinking they turned the puck over way too much, mm-hmm. um, and and that was kind of the problem there. But yeah, I think overall, I think Finland. Um, you know they uh, they deserved it. Uh, they played really well. Um, Finland, uh, you know, of course, beat Canada um, to get here. Well, before I should say before beating Switzerland the other night, but um, in that crazy game, uh, beat Canada uh, on a weird at like just the weirdest bounce ever to tie the game, and then of course, uh, what is now infamous in the World Juniors, uh, the broken stick with the wide open net and uh Finland goes down the ice and scores on a deflected shot. <laughs> that broke my heart. Yeah. Like Jesus. <laughs> and I guess uh you know, I know we just talked about the final but kind of recapping some other things from the tournament. Uh of course, the first night of the tournament, you had the 14 nothing win uh by Canada over Denmark <laughs> was uh that was something. Uh, I know Flyers prospect Morgan Frost had a hand in that. Oh my um, god! Okay, he he just for the record, he finished eight points. Yeah, he he's ridiculous, dude. It like, was, and and half of those were in the first game. Well, I was gonna say it was eight points and what four? It was, five. It was four or five, five games. Okay. Um. Yeah. So interesting stuff there. Uh. And oh. then, um. You know, the other big thing uh, was um, Switzerland beating Sweden in the quarterfinals uh, first round. Um, Nobody's seen that coming. Uh, You know, Switzerland is being uh, loved right now because of their coach. Um, You know, the interviews he gives uh, last year basically gave an interview when they played Canada, said they had no chance. Um, and people love that. <laughs> and this year, uh, said uh, he liked this team more, but he's just very uh, honest. Um, and, you know, it seemed like a stand-up guy. They beat Sweden, uh, move on to lose to Finland. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was just a really good tournament. Russia, the Russia-USA game was very good as well. Um, and, and, like I said, the final was very good. So, uh, awesome tournament. Um you know, it's always good to see the NHL's future on display. Um, and like I said, you got a lot of guys that are going to be drafted and a lot of first-round picks that, you know, showed, showed their stuff. So, um, Seriously, if, you don't, if you're listening to this and you have not uh, seen this tournament, heard of this tournament, yeah. go, go, I'm telling you. It, it, I am so hyped for this every year. Yep, every year. Uh, it's the day after Boxing Day till basically the first few days of the January. So it's about a week and a half long tournament. And it'll be the best hockey you watch all year. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're like a Caps fan or something, maybe not. But honestly, <laughs> I, it, it's see, that good. I said this before, and trust me, I don't want this to happen. But if there is an NHL lockout, the uh, World Juniors will be even better uh, oh, yeah. when that does happen because all the Everybody will be free to play. So, well, all the 
eligible prospects will be free to play. So it'll mm-hmm. be crazy. But um, yeah, it was a like I said, an awesome tournament. Um, one thing I just <laughs> I gotta mention this. <laughs> I I don't want to, but I have to. I love Canada. I want to move to Canada one day. But <laughs> when it comes to hockey and international hockey specifically, they are fucking ruthless. The fans. <laughs> It is crazy. First of all, and this has kind of been a big story that I guess is another thing we'll touch on real quick. Um, this is a so, rant we got going on right now. <laughs> it is. So so in the Canada-Finland game, um, Maxime, uh, Maxime Comtois, uh, Comtois, not Comtois, Jesus, uh, <laughs> basically uh, has a penalty shot in the overtime to win the game. Misses it. Um they lose the game. Now, following the game, uh, basically, Canadians went to his Instagram and it basically cyberbullied this kid uh, for losing uh, losing the game for them. And I don't know if it was all Canadians. I'm sure there was other, you know, I'm sure the United States had a hand in giving him uh, some, you know, some hate. But oh, that's, just our, that's just our nature, though. I mean, that... But, <laughs> But it was prominently, you know, a lot of guys like saying, you know, you let the country down, blah blah blah. Uh, they, you know, and then, you know, of course, the games are played in Canada. Every game the U.S. plays, um, you know, they're cheering for the other team. Uh, now, you know, the the U.S. loses uh, the the championship last night. They're giving it to us. I'm like, look. I, I know what your what your argument's gonna be, you know, you've won all these years and stuff like that, but every year is a new year and we finish second and you finish sixth. So like why are you talking? <laughs> but, it, my, and we, we talked about this briefly too, is that like it's a good thing they didn't lose in a shootout, by the way. Oh I, yeah, because they would have been all yeah, they would have gone all, yeah. Now look, right. it, 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 let me let me I'll defend them real quick. I don't like the shootout either. Okay. I I I'd much rather than play you know, 20 minute overtime periods until somebody scores that to me really shows who the better team is than, you know, versus yeah. getting lucky goal. But dear God, it's, it, they, 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 the things you see from Canadian fans are like, Oh, the win doesn't count because it was a shootout. If it was a shootout, we win. Okay. Listen, but you still yeah. lost. I don't know what you want to do. You want this, you know, I don't like to shoot either, but man, it's like, it's like they don't count any, any wins if it was in a shootout. And, and, USA and Canada shootout. I mean, guys, it happened what the past two years. It, mm. it, it, it's, it, it was so much fun to watch, though. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I mean, that look. was the thing. Like, I just didn't want them to go into extra time because you know they go they go into overtime and they have to go to a shootout. You know, you know, the Canadian fans will not shut up for the next five years about it. Look, the stereotype is Canadians are very nice, and they are. But <laughs> when it comes to hockey, they are they are savages. They had, well, they had the fights. I mean, it's their, it's their sport, man. You know, yeah. they, 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 they should be having everybody's number in hockey, you know, yeah. every year. But here they are finishing six, and then they go attack the one kid who missed a penalty shot, which yeah. is it's not it's not it's not like a charity line. It's yeah. not it's not a foul shot. You know, he still has to beat the goalie. If the goalie has, you know. The goalie has just as much skill as the guy skating down the ice straight at him. So I, I don't know what they want him to do, man. I mean, you you can only ask so much of these kids. You know, yeah. there there's some of them who are not even eighteen. Yeah, like I, I mean, the knock is like you know all these guys that are saying all this stuff. I mean, they're not out on the ice, and it's stereotypical no. to say that. But 
Um, I mean, it's also it's hypocritical just, because I know you and me yell at our TVs constantly uh, during our games and yeah. you know, yelling at the yelling at the seasoned veterans who have been doing this for a lot longer than you and me have. I mean, look, these kids are anywhere from 16 to 20 years old um, playing in front of 20,000 people in the arena and then, you know, hundreds of thousands of people watching and then you got guys like that coming out. But anyway, I just needed to add that before we move on because uh, it's just been kind of crazy. Uh, But yeah, good tournament. Uh, Congrats to Finland. Uh, Really proud of the U.S. for the silver um, and can't wait till next year. If so. Faraby made that goal, I mm, sorry, I need to add that too. I that that, <laughs> that move. Yeah, yeah that was crazy. Okay, go on. I'm sorry. Um, now we move on to a little bit of NFL. Um, so uh, the uh, this you know it, it's kind of unfolded over the past few days. Uh, Antonio the Antonio Brown drama. Um it's kind of it's kind of gotten worse for the Steelers over the past few days. So the the original story was Antonio Brown was at practice and uh went off the field and was, you know, upset. He was saying I'm done with this, blah blah blah. Uh it was reported by I don't rem- I want to say it was Jason Jason Cantora or something like that or Cantora or something like that that he wanted a trade. Everybody was saying, no, that's not right. Uh, he, You know, they were saying he didn't ask for a trade, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, that was a few days ago. Now we're here. Uh, the Steelers themselves uh, said they will hear offers for Antonio Brown. Um, now, a lot of people are speculating, and I think this might be true, that the, that the reason that this kind of happened, and this would be just very diva-esque if this was the case but um are you juju, surprised <laughs> juju schuster um the breakout wide receiver for them who on any other team would be a number one receiver that didn't have antonio brown on it uh was named the mvp the team mvp uh and apparently that's what a lot of people are are saying is the reason you know he's he's uh I don't know. I guess not getting the recognition he wants or something, but Juju's had a, an amazing year. Um, and like I said, he'd be a number one receiver on any other team. Uh, and um, yeah, you know, it, 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 it could be that. It could be a culmination of a lot of things. But uh, the bottom line is here we are. Um, you know, after losing Le'Veon Bell, uh, who will not be returning, of course, uh, you know, and getting nothing for him. Um, and now, you know, if you get into a situation with Antonio Brown where, you know, you you have to trade him because he's not a free agent. Um, but, you know, everybody knows he wants to go. You might not get as much as you would hope for for, for him. So, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I guess I'll, you know, I'll, ask, I'll pose this question to you guys. I mean, um you know, what do you think, what do you think happens here? Because like a lot of people are like, you know, this is a lot of horse shit. Like this isn't actually happening. Um, you know, there's been the whole thing with AB and the 49ers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think happens, uh, in this, in this case? I, uh, so there are, have been interesting. Um, I mean, they, 
they're a team I've, 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 I've feared for a long time and, and deservedly so. I mean, you know, I, I, I hated even remotely pairing up against them at any point in the playoffs. Um, so my understanding right now about Antonio Brown is that he is not happy with Big Ben, like at all. Mm. Um, there, there have been multiple, I, I, I listen, the, the reports are, are, are beat reports. So who knows, but he apparently is, is, is extremely unhappy. There have been a ton of blowups. Apparently, apparently big Ben, not really fond of him either. And saying my, my favorite quote, I think I saw in the headline was, uh, big Ben saying, I don't have to throw you the ball to which yeah. I say, yes, you do with a guy like him out there on the field. Um, Here's where I may, and I, I, I'm not sure if this is totally a, a, a hot take or not, but um, I feel like if Antonio Brown goes, right, I think Juju can easily fill his role. Um, yeah, I think so. I know, I know AB is something special, but mm-hmm. I also think Juju is too. Like, So I had him in fantasy um, this season in, in my PBR league, and I, man, he, he doesn't get thrown the ball. He, he, he did not get as many um, attempts to him as he should have, um, at least in my opinion. I mean, if but if AB goes and Juju becomes the number one, I, I honestly think he'll tear it up. And then you also have, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to harp. Well, I don't want to spend too much time on it because we've talked about it forever and everyone's kind of done with the story, but the whole Le'Veon Bell thing. And had Connor come in and, and break out. So to me, this is the Steelers kind of shedding their skin a little bit and kind of showing off who their future is. Because you have Connor, who's who was making a huge bid. We had a whole debate on the show about uh, if uh, we thought Connor was the new number one, right? But at this point, he's definitely solidified himself as as the right back. I mean, it was a shame he got hurt in the last few games. Um, but at this point, if AB's going to go. The Steelers already have their other guy, so it's a matter of now can it, can they make a trade with AB that gives them a little more depth? I don't think they have to worry about um, losing any talent on the field just from him. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. he, he goes, they already have their other guy. At least to me, yeah. that's just me. So I'm just I'm just gonna make this brief. Uh, you focus more on the fact that you know Antonio Brown leaves. That you know they kind of already have their, um, they basically already have their replacement, so they don't have a whole lot to worry about. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna focus more on Antonio Brown himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I see this. This may be a little like okay. This is not my expertise, so take you know what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. So I'm gonna make a prediction. Come play network prediction. Okay. Here we go. Antonio Brown gets traded to the Dolphins. The Dolphins. Yep. I want to okay. hear the. I want to hear this. Okay. First. Wait. Point. Hold, wait. Hold, hold on. Well, first of all. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. First point. Uh, Antonio Brown grew up in Miami his whole life. Yep. Um, and he's um he said before that he is a Dolphins fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, you know, back during his uh, yeah, before he was with the Steelers, yeah. Second of all, one of the one t- one of the biggest um, problems with the Miami Dolphins is the lack of a wide receiver. 
the problem the the problem I'm seeing right now. Well, I mean, I guess you got you know Danny Amendola and um, a couple other guys, but I you know I miss you. I'm sorry. I said I miss you. (laughs) To Danny. Um, The one problem I might see with it is the fact that there's not really a whole lot the Dolphins could you know get in except (laughs) for me. Except for maybe like a, you know, draft picks. Like yeah, they'd have to. That, that's what I was gonna say. I don't really have a lot to get back. Like they'd have to give up like a couple of fir- like maybe like two first or something. Their whole <clears> offensive line. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> that's about the price. I mean, so I. It's funny you bring up Miami because I wanted to bring up a interesting. Not I don't know. I I think it's an interesting point. So you heard it here first. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot. Of, so I feel like recently, um, with like a lot of these, like it's either free agents or like team, like players in turmoil with their team, uh, like in the NFL and stuff. Um, like the places that players want to go is like San Francisco, Miami. Um, you know, you have for a while it was Tampa, like Deshaun Jackson going there. Um, you know, I don't know. The Chargers. Something about Miami though just seems really intriguing for Antonio Brown. If you're catching, if you're catching my drift here, a lot of these places are are places that with you know they're nice places to live. Um, you know, like I don't know how much of a party town San Francisco is, but I'm sure that there it's a it's a nice place to be, and I'm sure there's a lot to do, but. Obviously Miami. Um, I'm I'm surprised more people don't want to play for Miami. <laughs> um, there is there something to be said about that. Like I, I maybe it's a minor point, but like I feel like a lot of players, like for some, it just for some reason it feels to me like you know a lot of players recently like have wanted to play for your you know nice place kind of teams. Um, I think. I think you're missing the bigger point of why they're doing that. Mm. Uh, okay. Who did who did Tampa Bay have before Deshaun Jackson went over there? I mean, well, I, but, so they had Mike Evans, who they drafted. But I'm talking right. like, um, I mean, it's Tampa's lower on the list. I'm trying to think. Like, I know, but you... but they, they think 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 of other places, right? Like, why why did Amendola go to the Dolphins? Why? Does AB want to go to the 49ers? I think you're missing the fact that, okay, so Antonio, oh, to, well, that, that's exactly it. They want to be the guy. They want yeah. to be the player well, that, that gets into, you know, the 49ers, the Miami, whatever, you know, Hall of Fame. They want their numbers up in the rafters type of deal. I mean, AB, as special as he is, you know, and, and how much of a big part of that, that Pittsburgh offense that he's been over the past few years, you know, at the end of the day, the talk was always Le'Veon Bell. Right. And the fact that big, big Ben is still playing and Ben is the guy. Right. Yeah. And for a while, Le'Veon Bell was the guy. AB was never. And you could argue this all day. I don't think he was ever the guy. He was I, the I, top the receiver on the he, team. He is the guy. He was the guy this year. Well, he was supposed to be the guy this year without Le'Veon. And I, and I, I don't know if, if so, I, maybe wording it, him not being the guy is not the right way because, you know, he, he was part of a trio, uh, the three Bs, uh, Big Ben, mm-hmm. Levia, well, yeah, Big Ben, <laughs> Big Ben, Antonio Brown, and Bell. 
Levy right. and Bill. So your three Bs there. And um Big Baller Brand? Yeah, Big Baller <laughs> Brand. Uh look like I'm not saying that was the reason. I'm just saying it's like I feel like recently that's been the case. Like you got a lot of like Florida teams, Texas teams, uh like California teams that like just like seem the it's like players just seem to want to play there and like it's like the teams have not been good. It's just that, you know, and I know about being the guy and stuff like that, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just a coincidence, but that's just kind of how I was thinking. I mean, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure they, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, especially the guys who are, you can tell are like all out of Hollywood, uh, you know, kind of like kind of like a guy like AB uh, would want to kind of live the life, right? You know, play for a team like Miami and then go party it up and then report the, to the game on Sunday, go for three touchdowns and then go party again. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's a thing. And hell, that may be part of it. But at the end of the day, I think the main reason is, yeah, they want to be the guy on the team. Like, okay, and I say this as a Patriots fan. I, I, I'm, I am apologizing in advance for saying this out loud. But oh, it, it, it's hard in the NFL. It's harder in the NFL to build the super team. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's a yeah. lot easier to build your franchise around one particular player. And AB knows, you know, he, he, he took a Le'Veon Bell's, uh, um, you know, kind of, you know, why Le'Veon Bell was leaving. He was protecting his future because Le'Veon Bell knows he can be the guy for really wherever he goes to. And AB probably has the same line of thinking. You know, he's, he's frustrated with the Steelers. He's frustrated with Ben. He can go be the top wide receiver somewhere else and be the franchise player that he knows he is. And deservedly so. I mean, the dude is something special. I said this before. But, um, you know, he goes to San Francisco. I mean, Jimmy G is going to throw to him all day. He's gonna be the he's gonna be one of the best fantasy players next year if he goes to San Francisco. I mean, he's gonna be the top receiver on that team. I don't think there's any question about that. So I think that's mm-hmm. what the, the the trend kinda is. And it's why, you know, well, I mean, it's also it's also kind of bound to happen because of the you know how the draft works, right? I mean, you know, the worst teams get the number one draft pick. That's why you have Baker Mayfield turning around the Browns right now. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's just kind of the way of the trade. And and you know, I, I don't blame A B at all for looking for that kind of option. You know, even if the team is not fully there, you know, if San Francisco is not fully there, even if not fully there, he could still be the guy that, like, hey, remember when Antonio Brown was on the field? Remember how special that was? Like, that's the type of stuff that, like, you hear about from, like, you know, your parents or whatever. Like, oh, I remember when this guy played. You know what I mean? It, 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 he could be that type of player, you know, and I, that's what I think he's trying to be. I mean, um, I've said this numerous times, but I think the quarterback – so, like – you know, you're sitting with Odell right now, and the, again, take us to the grain of salt because Odell is still had a great year. But the whole thing with Eli Manning, like, couldn't get him the fucking ball because he's old as hell. Like, the quarterback makes the wide receiver. Um, so I would be careful if I'm Antonio Brown. Like, you know, Big Ben, um, and I know he's saying he's not getting him the ball this year, but look, he still, I think he still had a. Correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, somebody fact check me, please. But I think he still had a thousand yard year. Um, oh, or was he might have been close? Um, I mean, he definitely uh, got the ball. He, he was, he was, he had about 300 yards over. So, yeah. So, I mean, he was still a thousand yard receiver. Yeah, uh, he had a career high touchdown. Yeah. So, I like <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, well, and that was an. Like you got to yeah. you, you get you have to take that with a little bit of it. This is I'm not trying to transcend Tony Brown's year, but you also have to take it with a little bit of a grain of salt because Steelers had to completely transition their defense. Or, I'm sorry, defense offense had to completely transition their offense with the whole Bell situation. So yeah, you know, it, it well, makes total sense that they started passing a little bit more than, than they than they did. 
I mean, I think, like I said, the speculation I think might be true with how, you know, Juju has kind of emerged and, um, you know, he, he had a great year, uh, and I don't know, I, I think you just gotta be careful. I mean, I think, well, first of all, if you did go to the 49ers, I mean, I know they had a terrible year, but they also lost their franchise quarterback in week three. So, um, you know, I think, you know, Jimmy G is a guy that can get you the ball, but I, you know, the, like, for example, like Bernie's prediction, the Dolphins, like they're not, Ryan Tannehill, they already said is gone. So your quarterbacks there right now is are Brock Osweiler and two, <laughs> uh, yeah, Brock Os- Osweiler, future MVP. So <laughs> you have to like I I think for receivers you have to be careful with who's throwing you the ball. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a <laughs> this would be something if he goes because um you know hopefully they would get something for him, but hypothetically, if they got less value than they should or something, you know, you, you, you had your two best players on the team that are now gone. So I wonder, I wonder if at this point though, they're, they're the, I, as annoying as it ha- I mean, listen, I hate Pittsburgh. So this is, this has been fun to watch for me, but mm-hmm. as, 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 as it had to be just as frustrating for the Pittsburgh front office than, and then, uh, as much as it was the fans, right? I mean, obviously, yeah. the, their fans hated every single thing about the season with the whole Bell situation, everything, especially how it was handled. I mean, it was not remotely handled well. Um, at this point, they might just unload him just so they can avoid all the drama and try, you know, oh, look at the brand new start we're getting next season. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like they've had enough. They might just, I don't know, send him on his way. Uh, so, like... <laughs> They will not get full value out of him. I'm telling you right so, now. So I, I mean, the thing with the Steelers right now, and and you know, they missed the playoffs this year, so it's kind of hard to see. But I think their window is closing because of Big Ben, and you know, he's 37, 38 now, something like that. Um, now I know, you know, we have Brady over in fucking New England, going to play till he's 95. But um, you know, you, you just got to be careful, and and you know, they have uh, Mason. Excuse me. They drafted Mason Rudolph last year to be the guy that that takes over for Big Ben. But you know, when that happens, there is going to be a transition, uh, and and they won't be as good as they they were. So there is a window, and I'd be careful. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. This might be the uh, beginning of the end for the Steelers. We'll kind of have to wait and see. You might see the the fucking Browns winning the division and the Steelers in last place uh, uh, right. soon enough. Yeah, hey, you never know. Um, all right, so. Uh, moving on uh, to some more drama in the NFL, I guess you could say, because uh, what the hell happened to all the coaches in the league after the <laughs> final game? We had, um, I think it was six, uh, one, two, three, four, yeah, six coaches were fired after uh, the season, Black Monday, and also just the Sunday, the last Sunday of the year. Um, so we will start. Uh, I just want to kind of go through the list and um, we can t- kind of talk about, um, you know, what the team is going to do and maybe what the, the guy, you know, the coach will do. But uh, the first we start off with is Todd Bowles of the New York Jets. Um, they finished the season four and 12 and uh, he was with the team for four. I want to say, yeah, four years um, and failed to reach the postseason postseason or even come close um the jets finally got their franchise qb in the draft this year but 
Uh, he will be having a new coach next year because uh, Todd Bowles is out. Um, and uh, there's, uh, I think Mike McCarthy uh, interviewed yesterday um, with them, um, which, you know, he got fired this year from the Packers. <clears throat> so it will, uh, we'll kind of see who goes there. Um, like I said, interviews are being conducted. I, I will say this interviews are being conducted for basically every team who fired their coach this week. Um, and I know they're waiting for, you know, guys to finish their, you know, when their team is out of the playoffs, they'll be able to interview them as well. So, um, yeah, that was the first one. Second one, a little bit of a surprise for me. Um, I know the record this, you know, uh, is what it was, but Adam Gase of the Miami Dolphins got fired. This one was a little bit of a surprise. Um, over three seasons, he went 23 and 25. Um, you know, obviously not great, but, you know, we've seen the Dolphins this year. What they, The Dolphins started off crazy because we were talking about, I think the Dolphins were like four and one. Up, three and oh. Yeah, because at one point in the season, they were like four and one, and the Patriots were two and two. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, that's um, when I wanted to shoot myself. I that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we all knew in the back of our heads that it, it was going to finish how it did, and, you know, Patriots should be on top. Um, either way, um, yeah, they started off three and this year. They finished seven and nine. Uh, Adam Gase used to be the coordinator for the uh, Denver Broncos when they won the Super Bowl. So, um, you know, he's already gotten interviews, which I kind of expected. I know the Arizona Cardinals interviewed him. The Cleveland Browns interviewed him. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I, I think he gets a job very soon. Um, I really like him a lot. I mean, he kind of had uh, the shit under the stick because, uh, you know, Brock Osweiler was his quarterback for most of the season with Tannehill out. And even when he had Tannehill, I mean, Tannehill is a good quarterback, but he's nothing special. So, um, yeah, it's uh, he'll get a job very soon, I'm sure of that. Um, this one, uh, close to my heart, and I could not be more happy, Vance Joseph is out as the Broncos head coach. Um, this is, uh, by the way, I mean, this kind of just goes to show the Broncos franchise as a whole. And uh, it's, you know, I'm, I'm proud of this, except Vance Joseph ruined it. Uh, this is the first, uh, the, fr- the Broncos' first consecutive losing seasons, back-to-back losing seasons since 1971-72, um, which is kind of crazy uh, mm-hmm. to keep, you know, Take either dominance. Uh, watching the Broncos this year, look, I'm not going to blame everything on Vance Joseph. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, this is part of what the coach was there for to straighten this out, but the discipline was not good. The, uh, the quarterback play, again, was not good. There was a lot of injuries. We had to be one of the most injured teams in the league this year. Um and, you know, it's not all on him, but there's a lot of times in the games where clock management and and uh, just decisions were not made properly. And, you know, just over the last two seasons, it's been uh, been tough to watch. So, um, yeah, I'm you know, I'm happy to get a fresh start um, with with another coach. Um, you know, we have. The thing with the Broncos right now, and and it's kind of, I mean, this is kind of another story for another time, so I'll keep it short, but, um, you know, they're 
they're very far behind. It, it's they're scary far behind right now. With uh, you know, they're talking about doing a rebuild or a revamp. Um, you know, that's fine and all, but you know, it, it's a quarterback-driven league, and it's one guy. To, it's one thing to have a guy in your, you know, as a backup quarterback ready to step up, but the Broncos don't have that. They have they have nothing right now. Um, I hope they draft somebody this year. Uh, to to fill that need, but yeah, it's Case Keenum and and nobody else. And Case Keenum sucked this year. He returned to him his former self. So, um, you know that they, they have that. That's also an aging core. Uh, so you know it could be a could be a long couple of years for me. But um, <laughs> yeah, Vince Joseph is gone there, and in Tampa, Dirk Cutter uh was fired uh after their loss um against the Falcons. Um, they finished Falcons. Just saying, <laughs> they, they finished five and eleven, and uh, yeah, missed. They missed the playoffs for the eleventh straight year. Crazy. Um, Marvin Lewis, the next guy, which uh, this is just kind of a funny one because this guy should have been fired so many years ago. Uh, and you know, me and Brandy were joking because you know, apparently, you know, he. To him, he didn't get fired. He quit. So uh, to him, I, I guess his, his, he's still intact. He he didn't get fired. You know, he he left on his own terms apparently. So uh, yeah, he uh, he should have been fired a long time ago. I mean, Brendy always brings up, um, you know, the well, like the one game he did win or something. What's the thing you're saying about? He's lost every he's yeah. lost. Every single wild card game he's appeared in, he's never been further in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that's the right. One yeah, should have won was arguably his defense's fault. Yeah, that's that's what you say. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> um, the last time they were in the postseason, by the way. Yeah, so he was there sixteen years. I have no clue how he pulled that magic trick off. Um, but yeah, uh, two thousand three to two thousand eight, though, like. He only made the playoffs once, and again, it was a wild card loss. So, like, how yeah. did he have his job back then? Much less, yeah. You know, Twenty eight. I don't know what's going on in Cincinnati, but somebody is getting bribed or something because there's no <laughs> way he should still have that job. You um, got sources? That no <laughs> intuition. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it's crazy. And then uh, Steve Wilkes uh, was the last coach that. The last coach fire, fired on the final day of the season. We also had, as I mentioned before, Mike McCarthy was midseason. Hugh Jackson was midseason as well. But, um, yeah, uh, Steve Wilkes uh, lasted one season. Uh, went 3-13. and 13. Um, You know, it was, uh, <laughs> it was not a good year. They secured the number one draft pick. Um, and, uh, you know, the... I know I always bring it back to the Broncos, but the the main thing I remember about the Cardinals this year is uh, when the Broncos played the Cardinals, and the Broncos were not a good team. At the, uh, they weren't a good team all year, but at this point of the season, they were very low. And I think they ended up winning that game like forty-five to ten or something, and score it was fourteen nothing after like three minutes. Um, so yeah, the Cardinals uh, need to figure it out over there, um, but. They, uh, like I said, they were looking at Adam Gase to come in. Um, I don't know. I know a lot of the guys that uh, Vic Fangio, the defensive coordinator for the Bears, is one of the guys that everybody wants, but he's not interviewing till the Bears are eliminated. So we'll kind of see what happens with that. 
Um, but yeah, it's uh, a lot of, you know, Black Monday did not disappoint again this year and uh, a lot of guys out and uh, hopefully, you know, some like, you know, all these teams here, Jets, Dolphins, um, and Broncos, you know, only won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, but they're on the decline. Like all these teams, obviously on the decline, but my point was they have been on the decline for a while. They needed to find their guy to to help their team out. So, uh, yeah, um, kind of a clean house there for the NFL. But um, we will finally get into the one video game thing we have this week. And it's kind of short, but we did want to mention it. There was a leak. It was a, I think it was a leak, right? About, mm-hmm. yep, yeah. Um, basically, uh, previewing what could be the next Call of Duty game. Um, oh, I just, <laughs> sorry, I'm like sitting here on my, uh, oh, wait, I'm okay, but I'm really confused. I'm sorry. Cause, you're right, I, bud. You want to figure yeah. that out? I, I, I want to say, I, I thought I linked the wrong article, but this is, Right, but did they change it? Yeah, wait, hold on, because we were talking about Call of Duty Ghosts. Okay, so everybody needs to give bear, bear us a second here. Uh, basically, hello, what is going on? I swear to God, did I link the wrong article? I thought uh, I, I linked it. If you want, me, <laughs> I have something. If you want me to at least start with that, yeah, take it away. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. So I I have articles from Dexterra here. Um, or Dexterra, I I I never say their name. Dexterto, whatever. Um. Okay. So COD 2018 rumor suggests it's Modern Warfare 4 at the moment. Right. Uh, that's the current rumor with specialists. Uh, such as like we've seen uh, uh, recently, and uh, another battle royale mode. Um, that's the current. Uh, it'll have a campaign multiplayer, zombies, and uh, battle royale. Now. Here's the big one that has come out recently, and I don't think we, uh, when we originally started talking about this uh, in the chat, uh, had knew about. Um, there's no new campaign, but the single player may be an MW2 remaster. Wow. And but 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 there's an asterisk excluding no Russian. Of course, I, um, I, you, which, you can't you can't put that back in the game. Oh yeah, you do. Uh, no, and, and, not uh, this and dude, possibly... give, me, give me like an intervention. I'd just be quick scoping NPC. <laughs> oh, stop, jeez. <laughs> Quad uh, in the Russian airport. I love it. Yep. Oh, my God. And uh, you just get an intervention. All right, you know what? We're just going to go through this. Uh, rumor Roundup that I have that as it stands right now, because obviously, I guess whatever link we had originally changed, but I, I picked up another one because yeah, I just needed to familiarize with Okay. Number For the one. record, I had the wrong article, so I apologize. Yeah, yeah Dexerto reports as follows. Uh, Infinity, it's Infinity War game, remember? So Infinity War 2019 is possible. It is now currently rumored to be Modern Warfare 4. Uh, the game will be constructed as follows. Uh, campaign, multiplayer, zombies, and battle royale. Number two, contains no new campaign story. The single player is a remaster of Modern Warfare 2 campaign, excluding no Russian, and possibly the Modern Warfare 3 campaign to be added later. I remember nothing from the MW3 campaign, like, at all. Yeah, I don't I, really either. I the NW2 I remember like the back of my hand, but um, you know. I just uh, remember MW3 was the Makarov game. Yeah. Uh number three, similar to Treyarch, Black Ops 4, if anywhere Mount Warfare 4 will be heavily focused on the multiplayer aspect of the game. I am not surprised by this. Fan favorite maps from the uh Mount Warfare series will be coming back alongside new maps and weaponry. 
uh, man, bring back the intervention and do it the right way this time. Um, four, number one, we're for Battle Royale will contain iconic characters from the old series, including Call of Duty Ghosts. Um, number five, Mr. Craig Fairbrass voice is the main announcer in multiplayer alongside a couple characters in the Battle Royale mode. Number six, Modern Warfare 4 Battle Royale map will be similar in size to Trailout Blackout. Nearly 45% of the map will be covered in snow. Players can use snowmobiles for transportation in that area. Oh, I'm thinking of the, uh, I'm immediately thinking of the Spec Ops mission with the snowmobile where you had to get through all the flags and you had to shoot all the guys down. You know what I'm talking about? In MW2. Yeah. Uh, that was a fun one. I was more of an NW3 Spec Ops person, not really NW2. Oh, I thought NW2 had NW3. Like I, nah. like, I meant like that's mainly that was my go-to. Like, I yeah, minority there. Yeah, not me and Bobby. That's for no, sure. no. We have we have <laughs> no, to we we'll have to. Uh, I, feel like that, I feel like most people are NW2 Spec Ops. Yeah. We'll have to do a, a we'll have to do a live stream, Tyler, of you and me uh, doing uh, a, a Spec Ops run. We'll have to do that. That, that is. We, you already know what mission we want to do. Uh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Maybe we'll do like a, I don't know, charity stream or something. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, number seven, Modern for 4 will introduce specialists for the first time in the series. Um, I haven't had enough time to play with the specialists to really have an opinion on this yet. Um, I guess it gives the whole create a class system a little more diversity than just look at the weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives everybody, you know, special perks and whatever that they can use. And I guess, I guess it gives it a little more, uh, um, different, ty- different types of play styles. So that's fine. Uh, eight, the pick 10 system is a class building feature in Modern Warfare 4. Oh, so is that, um, is that in Black Ops 4? I can't remember. I'm uh, sorry. The, and... the, the, the pick 10 system. So you have the 10 items. Okay. Yeah. I was, I'm not, I'm not leveled up the, enough to even know. I have a Yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember that. I just remember that in Black Ops. Yeah, I, I remember I actually remember they announced that. I was actually really happy. I think I, I couldn't think remember. It's really underrated. It made it made sense in Black Ops 2. Yep. Um that was and you know, making that was some thing. very, very tactical sacrifices for that game. God, I played the hell out of that game. All right, never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh the last one, and uh I'm just discovering this now. Um, but this is interesting to me. Uh Modern Warfare 4 could possibly be the finale of the series. Um, I guess you kind of have to. I yeah, mean, how so, many more? How many more of these can you well, make? I would. I would argue that it probably should have ended in Modern Warfare Three, though. I would. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Just, I mean, like, I, unless like there's some villain from the Modern Warfare series that I'm not thinking of, they're basically all dead. Yeah. Well, like here, here's the thing, though, and th- this is where it kind of gets it's me. Like, they, sorry, they, they've 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 gone. Call of Duty have gone the multiplayer route, and I don't blame them at all for that. I mean, everybody knows that was kind of their go-to since, like, what? Modern Warfare 2. Whatever. Um, that's just how the game went. Nobody really cared for the campaign anymore. So to me, it seems a little weird to, to continue the Modern Warfare series if you're not even going to have a new campaign. That's really strange to me. I, I, yeah. That's just me. Um... I I know most people compare the, the games in the series via the multiplayer, but the idea of this originally was to keep the stories going. Like I, I again, I don't remember anything from MW3, but I know there were callbacks. MW2 and the original Modern Warfare had callbacks. I mean, the original Modern Warfare you had you had missions that were referenced in MW2, and the same goes MW2, MW3, and then you had some sort of um, 
callbacks between Black Ops One and Black Ops Two. I mean, it, it was barely, but they were there. Um, I don't know. It seems weird to continue the series, and I guess they can't. They kind of can't do it anymore. My my guess would be that next time Infinity makes a game after Modern Warfare Four, if it, it is Modern Warfare, remember this. These are just rumors that we're reading. Um, they're gonna start something new, and I I can't really blame them for it. And I, I would think I would think Treyarch and, and and Sledgehammer would do the same thing, since the route of of, of this game and this franchise has gone the complete other direction. Um, that they're focusing everything on multiplayer. The day to get rid of zombies is the day this franchise dies. By the way, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just saying. But yeah, that would be my that would be my deck. But so, that's the rumor roundup for Dexerto from Dexerto about the next Call of Duty. So if if this new Call of Duty does end up being Modern Warfare Four, and this is just you know hypothetical, you know some kid is probably gonna like ask their mom, hey, you know I want Call of Duty Modern Warfare Four for Christmas, <laughs> and then the mom's gonna get them caught for. Oh my huh. god. Does that is that even on the shelves anymore? I I've, I see it sometimes, just like at like like at well, stores that don't like no, don't normally sell video games. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, if you're I, not saw, going to I some... saw it at my college's bookstore the other day. <laughs> Your college <laughs> bookstore sells video games. Well, like, like you know, video games people don't play anymore. Like, you know, I I think I saw COD Four and an MW Two right there. Oh my god! I my bookstore just has books and clothes. I don't know what your. Well, no, no, it's not, like, it's not like a section. It's like it's like by the checkout counter, like a target. Okay. Even still, but um, so I I, if you work, I have one request. <laughs> Bring back the goddamn Spec Ops and do it the right way. Yeah, that was so. Please much remake Sem. Uh, dude, if they uh, remastered Semperfy. Oh, oh. <laughs> that mission will make me buy the game on release. Just, <laughs> just that thought. I'm just saying. I they're yeah. not gonna. There's no way they're gonna do it. But yeah. Oh God. But um, I'll be somewhat excited for it. I've been I've been off the COD train since Advanced Warfare. Um, yeah. Um, I I mean I was gonna get black ops 4 maybe i'll get it on sale or something at some yeah. point but i'm just not excited for it anymore i'll say that blackout is good um i don't play because i don't like playing by road but myself i said this a hundred times um Bre- brandy would be my duo yeah, so, yeah absolutely yeah i mean so i'll play and i don't mind i i think blackout is 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 um i i, I think i said this even without playing it i think blackout did it right um in terms of battle royale i really like the system they have but Battle Royale, I've said this a hundred times when we talked about these on the, on the broadcast, it's just not really my game mode, you know what I mean? It just isn't. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not grinding the multiplayer. And I, I, you know, I stopped playing competitively. I played a couple competitive matches of World War II, but um, uh, whatever. they don't even have league play yet on Black Ops 4, so it's, it's really hard to even play competitively. Um, but, you know, I, I you know, I'm, I'm always willing to buy the games, you know, as long as I think it's okay. I, I refuse, I, you know, the only reason I had it, um, Infinite Warfare was for the COD 4 remaster, for God's sake. Um, I completely missed Black Ops 3. Um, and Advanced Warfare, I, I made me put to rest, which, I, I, which I've been told I, I should regret, and that's fine. Um, but, yep. yeah, you know. I mean, we'll <laughs> yeah. keep, it, keep an eye on it, and I'll, I'll buy it again, I'm sure, once I start seeing some trailers and stuff. But I, I thought Black Ops 3... Black Ops 3 is probably my second favorite Call of Duty ever. Wow. Versus Black Ops 2. It was a really good game. I, I mean, 
um, like I mean, we said this a lot, but the Black Ops series is, you know, probably the best. I think probably oh, yeah. the best one. I, Black so, Ops One still is the best campaign of all time. You cannot fight me on this. Oh yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah, so I, I, I think. I, I really think any Black Ops game is good. I just haven't, like I said, I just haven't really, I just haven't gotten excited for it. Like, there's other <laughs> things out there, like mm-hmm. fucking Red Dead. <laughs> but you just finished, by the way. I did. Yeah. Uh, it took, like, two months, but we're finally here. It's it's bad. It's bad how much, like, um, there's so much other stuff out there, yet every single night us three are playing H on my team. Like, yep. <laughs> a, a game we have a scroll of problems with. But yep. for some reason, that's always the game we, we we go to. I mean, part of it is that's the game we definitely all have. But well, uh, it's also I think we it's a not that it's competitive play, but it's as competitive <laughs> as you can get for it. <laughs> so we we try to make it as competitive as possible. Yet the D one title still eludes us to this day. We yeah. are in D one, but got relegated. Yeah, but yeah. so Sometimes. that's 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 you know we'll keep an eye on it and. Keep updating it, uh, but it, it is interesting. I'll say as much, even if I'm not totally sold and on board for this yet. I, it's, it's, it's fun to hear that the Modern Warfare series is making a comeback after God, how many years now? Uh, uh, Modern Warfare Three was two thousand. I don't even know. Ah, jeez. Um, you said Modern Warfare Three? Yeah. So that was um, damn. What know, year? What year was that? Three, I believe, was released in twenty eleven. Yeah. Wow. So I know, I, know Black, I know Black Ops Two is released in. Wow. So we're eight years yeah. from Mala for three. I'm old, dude. Okay. We're we're getting <laughs> off of this now. I'm done. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say it is a while ago, but yeah. Jesus. Uh, oh my god. I'm just saying. In in before you know, some mom buys their kid the wrong game just because of a similar title. <laughs> I mean, I, I think for Mama Fred, it'll be a little bit harder to do that. But you are right. It's it, somebody every year on Christmas Almost. you see the same story. Somebody does it every single time, <laughs> and it's it's somewhat defense. How, how is a mom who's never played a video game in her life gonna ever know? Yeah, but but but. You know, if it's like, I want Modern Warfare 4, and you see COD and 4. Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, the, the, the front of the game has Call of Duty 4 on it. Like, it doesn't just say Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Right. It says Call of Duty 4, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> okay. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of, it's, Yeah, okay. No, I, you know what? I was a little less of a believer when you originally said it, but now that I'm remembering what the front uh, cover looks like, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, no, someone's going to do it. You're right. You're right. You got it. <laughs> Um, all right, and then we will move on to our bigger stories uh, this week. So the college football championship is Monday, as I said before. Um, it's uh, Alabama versus Clemson, which is not uh, a surprise. <laughs> what the fuck was that? This is me laughing at just the fact that I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with this matchup. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, so, yeah, I think... Um, so I'm sorry. So we have uh, the the Alabama Crimson Tide, of course, uh, beating Oklahoma, uh, 45-34 uh, in the Orange Bowl to move on to the game. Uh, you know, I I don't even know. I don't even know who who was it that disagreed with me about Kyler Murray. By the way, was not me. I guess uh, it was Brandy. Yeah, it, it was me. I, I was I was saying 
you're you're basically saying Kyler Murray would uh, would probably have you know a good NFL career. I disagreed. You're crazy. Anyway, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, they beat them in the Orange Bowl, and then uh, Notre Dame. Uh, I'm sorry, Clemson easily handled Notre Dame, thirty to three. Uh, so here we are again, uh, Alabama versus Clemson, um, the battle of basically the top two programs and uh and college football for the past couple of years. Um now I, I guess the big story that we had talked about earlier in the year is uh Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback for Clemson. Um, you know, he wasn't expected to necessarily play this year. You know, he was kind of battling for the position with Kelly Bryant. Um, here we are. Uh, this guy does not even, he does not look like a freshman. That's for sure. He's, he's balling out. Um, and you know, he won't, he'll probably come out out of the, uh, of college next year, get drafted and will probably be the first quarterback off the board. If not the first player off the board. Are you talking about Trevor Lawrence? Yes. Is he Uh, eligible? Not this year, next year. Oh, sorry. I, I, yeah, I thought yeah. you meant like this upcoming draft. I was like, I, don't, I was like, I don't know about that one. <laughs> nah, nah, next year, um, him and Tua will probably be the first guys off the board. Um, now, the other interesting story about this game, which could very well affect affect this game, is that um, you had some uh, Clemson players suspended for testing positive for PEDs um, that took him out of the Notre Dame game and will be out for the this game as well. One of them being, uh, I'm sorry, Dexter Lawrence, uh, the defensive tackle for Clemson, who was projected to be a top 10 pick, but has since fallen because of this positive test. Um, and he that sucks. That really sucks. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I don't, I say PEDs, but he tested positive. It might even not have been that. I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what it was. He got but the general. For. The general consensus is with 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 most of these tests, it's it's a whole new thing because it used to be whenever somebody tested positive for PEDs, it was the end of the world for everybody because it's like oh they were they were you know shooting up in the in the locker or whatever. No, yeah. what, pro- what probably happened once he took something that had yeah. a certain banned substance in there that he was either not aware of or didn't know that the ruling existed for that particular substance. Yeah, is probably what happened. It happens so a lot, by the way. It does. It does. Most of the time when you hear a PED, and this goes for any sport, when you hear of a PED suspension nowadays, it's because there was something in something yeah, that nobody knew about. So it, it, it's hard to even rap, like, uh, rap on these guys anymore because it probably most of the time was legitimately a mistake. Yeah. Now, so, just wanted to know, point that out. To be fair, uh, it didn't really affect them against Notre Dame. And, uh, you know, the, the backup, <clears throat> excuse me, the backup to these guys, like Trevor, um, I keep saying Trevor Lawrence, Dexter, Dexter Lawrence, um, and some of the other defensive players that got suspended were, um, you know, they, 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 they would be starters on any other team in the country. Um, so they're just as capable. It's just that, you know, these guys are, you know, Dexter Lawrence will be, you know, a first round pick next year in the draft and they will be missing him and you need everything you can to stop Tua. So um, that's kind of going to be interesting. Um, I guess, you know, we'll kind of get into this. I don't want to spend too much time on this. Um, so I kind of we'll kind of get into, uh, you know, what we what we think is going to happen. Um, I'll tell you one thing, man, like. You know, for all the talk about Alabama this year, you know, 
people were saying, you know, if they lost the SEC champion, S- yes, SEC championship to Georgia this year, would they then be eliminated from the top four and blah 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 blah? No. And and here we are. Uh, they are again number one, uh, undefeated. Um, you're playing another undefeated team in Clemson. Um, you know what? Who do you guys think comes out on top here? I say Clemson by a touchdown. Not, no, sorry, not a touchdown. Like me, you know, whether that's like, you know, three points or one point or seven points. Less than a touchdown, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 th- I think, I think Clemson's gonna pull it off. What are mm-hmm. you about? I mean, so you know, my 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 opinion, you know, take it with a grain of salt because I don't know the ins and outs of both of these teams because I I I think part of me is just spite for both of these teams, but I I think Bama has it again. Um, I you know, there it just watching a couple a uh, couple other games. I don't think I've seen any anything out of Clemson this year. I just didn't end, end up catching any of it. But what I've seen where Bama, you know, they're that team again. They're the guys again. So I feel like Bama's got this one. I. It's tough. I mean, if 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 Clemson had Dexter Lawrence uh, and and you know there are guys that are, are got suspended there, I would easily say Clemson. Not easily, but I really I really like their chances. I I still think, I still think Clemson wins this game. Um, you know, I really like Trevor Lawrence. It's just it's just an absolute monster and uh, and such a good player and will be a star in the NFL one day. I'm sure of that. Um, but you know, the thing about Bam is they always find a way and, mm-hmm. and Tua has been hobbling all year on one leg and, and, you know, I think he actually got surgery before the, uh, like a minor surgery before the orange ball last week. Um, and he just, he just, he's just doing it. So, um, he's a competitor and it, it should be a really fun game. Um, but yeah, I, I'll have Clemson come in on top. Um, it's going to be a close game, like uh, like the last time these two got these two teams played. Um, but where are, where, but are yeah. where are the current betting lines for? I was going to look that up. I you know it's interesting. Let me let, I, let me let me look. Um, I'm sure it's a couple points. Like it's it would be nice if I could spell either team's name. It'd be great. <laughs> but she, uh, I'm looking betting lines. Money line, we got Alabama at a minus two thirty five, and then Clemson at a plus eight one eighty five. The uh, yeah. over under specifically uh, minus one ten. And then yeah, the uh, with what I have now it might be a different different site, but uh, this is Alabama, on Fan. This is on Fanduel. Okay, Alabama I have is a four and a half point favorite. Okay. Um, I don't know if that matches up with what you have, but that's straight that from me. for Alabama. I'm sorry. Like that seems too generous, generous for Alabama. I I think if it was like Alabama by like one and a, one and a half or two and a half, like that yeah. would be a little bit more understandable. But yeah, so I got I, I, right according to Fanduel, I got Alabama as a six. Oh wow. Okay. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's interesting. Then they over under fifty eight and a half. Um, so yeah, it should be a good game. Like I said, this may or may not be out before the game, so we'll see. But either way, uh, yeah, it should be a good game. And, uh, uh, you know, at the end of the season, the two best teams are there, um, deservedly so. Like I said, both undefeated. So it's it's a, a fight, again, between the two juggernauts of college football. 
um, and we'll have to see who comes out on top. Um, but we will move on to a favorite segment, uh, Brenny's In Case You Missed It segment. And, uh, you know, I'm excited. We've had a layoff. I'm excited to get back to this. So, Brenny, take it away. We got some good stories today, and I'm going to start off with um, probably the second best player in NBA history, you know, behind Brian Scalabrini, of course. (laughs) Oh, no. So who would you guys say is the second best player in NBA history? LeBron James. Oh, no, definitely not. (laughs) Uh, Jeremy Lin. No, no, no. LeVar Ball, of course. Oh, Yeah, so if you guys know, you know, LeVar. In 2017, he claims, you know, in you while he was growing his business, he claimed he could beat Michael Michael Jordan one on one. Yeah, right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm not sure if you guys have seen this video, but I have. I have. I have not. I have not. You know, you know where I'm going with this one. Then, so, um, I believe uh, Lavar, um, he was he was basically he was basically just um, you know shooting some hoops. I think before a probably a um jba game possibly i think it was yeah yeah Yeah, uh the jb the jba by the way is a league that he started that's kind of like a competition not well i guess competition yeah to the ncaa Mm -hmm. um but anyway he was um taking some three-point shots uh you know from like way behind the arc like you know good like four steps behind uh bricked seven straight shots (laughs) not only not only did he brick them not only like he literally airballed the first four shots. Yep. And <laughs> like uh, it, it, they they weren't even close. Like they like the ones that were hitting the rim though were like bouncing like back toward like back towards him. Yeah. Like that's how bad they were. Hey, can, can somebody like the video real quick. I wanna Yeah. And so re- replies, Yeah, you do that, Tyler. Re- replies okay. from uh replies from the video are saying <sighs> undefeated, never lost. Bird box challenge. <laughs> uh, with that many bricks, Lavar can build a house. Um, and last but not least, now I see where Alonzo got his shooting percentages from. Oh. <laughs> oh wait, no. Here's one more. Lavar Ball won one of eight from three. Still <laughs> one more than at Ben Simmons. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, That's now like now we got a problem. Listen to me. He's working on it. Okay. He's working on it. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I got I got the link for you right I'm here. Sorry. I, I'm sorry, I I didn't even get it. That's why I took so. Did long. you see the uh, the Ben Simmons uh, recent interview where he said he's working on it and definitely something he can add to his arsenal? No, I, I have not. It was uh, I, I I it was brief because it was it was a post game, but uh, I, I believe if I remember correctly, he said something along the lines of he's starting to you know, but regarding his jumper, uh, that it's starting to. You know, something he started to work out, and it'll be definitely something that he can add to his arsenal or something along those lines. Good. The which I say is it was it wasn't already there. Not so, not to mention Lavar Ball, like while he was shooting these like these shots, was surrounded by like a bunch of little kids. Yeah, I was gonna say that. And when when like when he finally made like his eighth shot, 
everyone just goes nuts. It's like, yeah, really? Yeah. So one thing, again, this could be a whole nother story that uh, we could have talked about when this was all going on, because some will say LeVar is an idiot. To me, he's an absolute genius, uh, not because he's, uh, you know, can shoot fucking three pointers, but he literally said all this crazy shit. And look where he is. Well, look how he's growing his brand. Um, Got his own basketball association. Dude, he has done everything right at being the villain. It's yep. it's it's, it's yep. incredible. Yep. Um, Raced it. You hate uh, to hear you hate to hear him talk, but at the end of the day, yeah, he's the marketing genius. Dude, I, like you know, at some point, you know, he just you just every when when it was all going on. I mean, it's kind of cooled off now, but um, you know, he it was almost every day. It was like he was he had a mic in front of him, and he, and what he did with it benefited him. So. Yeah, I just had okay, so that could be a whole nother topic, but this proves yeah. this this proves the point. There's no such thing as bad publicity. And especially nowadays, yeah. it just doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. I mean you've said that multiple times and I could not yeah, it's I agree hundred yeah. percent. Yep. So. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and move on to the next story though. So uh of course this is an article according to GameSpot that was released a couple days ago. Uh you guys may have heard of the company uh slightly mad studios i have yes yeah uh and i don't know exactly what they develop uh i'm not sure if they i'm not sure if they release video games or what they do basically they're coming out with a new console which they claim is going to be the best console ever and it's better than a pc two years from now (laughs) according to their ceo ian bell his company is developing the Madbox, a new standalone video game console to rival PlayStation Xbox. He's reviewed a few more details about the mysterious platform, including how an early version of it looks. And uh, I don't really know how to describe how it looks, so I'm just going to link this article to you guys. I'm and- looking at it. Um, and just for just for context, uh, Slightly Mad Studios is known for their automotive games, uh, most notably Project Cars and um, uh, the Need for Speed series and Shift. Gotcha. Uh, I, I don't know they made the okay. I didn't realize they made the Need for Speed series. Okay. Yeah. So uh, and a couple of test drive, which wow, that's you want to talk about old school right there. Um, yeah. Yeah, but Project Cars has been a new baby. Um, if you look at their website, they have uh their their uh their whole thing is racing simulation, which they're not i racing, so they I know they didn't get it right. But uh, <laughs> they're 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 partners well. A lot of the the big automotive um uh. Companies including Bentley, BMW, Ferrari, Honda, what the Acura. Fuck and, is that? And according to Variety, uh, what 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 is that on? What is that design on there? <laughs> is that their logo or something? And according to Variety, he said the system will support most major VR headsets and allow up to ninety FPS per eye for for VR play, and will also offer four K visuals. That's according to Variety. Um. Okay. 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 I, I, I'm 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 sorry. I what is that picture on it's there? A, like it's a computer. And well that is their logo. If you're looking if you're talking about the thing on the side, that is their logo. Oh, okay. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how that's what he's focused on. What is that on the side? It, 
gingers every time you sneeze or not be able to tell the difference between a bear and a mad box. <laughs> First of all, something that is called a mad box definitely is not competing with an Xbox on a PlayStation. Let me but... let me let me uh let me I chime in real quick. Field, by the way. Let me, let me chime in. Let me chime in. Let me just say no, it will not and maybe we are the wrongest people in the world and whatever at this point. It will not catch up to the the level that Xbox and PlayStation are at, like at all. Ooh, um, yeah. However, <laughs> stop. <laughs> however, um, I you know I without obviously touching it, it's hard to know how good this thing actually is. At the end of the day, every single console is a computer. Um, so I I I feel weird when it says. Oh, it'll be equivalent to a very fast PC two years from now. That is so relative. It's not even funny. And I also think that they're uh, underestimating how quickly this market changes in terms of computers. I mean, the you know the GTX 1080 was a graphics card that is still considered top of the line, and that's not even the newest one. So yeah, I you know, but then the the 20 series came out, and that's considered like supercomputer status at that point. So interesting to see what's what's built into that. Um, the only thing I can say this is cool uh you're not gonna go anywhere with it but good on you i mean it was to me it's so different than soldier boy trying to release a new system remember did you guys see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um, i mean what hasn't soldier boy tried to release that i yeah well he basically takes the chinese version of whatever is popular and calls it the soldier something and yeah. then and calls it a day and gets his million bucks but um again just cool i don't know I don't know. I, yeah, I, I got nothing here. So uh, like, if um, it turns out to be yeah. successful or whatever, you know, I just hope it doesn't mini clip games like the Ouya does. I just hope nobody buys this because they'll have nightmares about that logo on the side of the <laughs> console. My, my favorite part about it, Tyler, is that it has the LEDs in it, so it glows. So that means that thing will be on in the middle of the night. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm scared. Here's the thing. I know nothing about and I'm not I, I'm barely reading this article, but if, if they're just if they're making this console just a just a gaming thing and not including any apps on it, it already failed. I'm yeah, telling right. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, because I'm telling you the the newest generation why the Xbox and the PlayStation um were big was also because that it's a home entertainment system and the same thing with the PC. You build a PC, not only can you play games on it, but you can edit, you can record, you yeah. can go on Chrome, watch YouTube and Netflix, and do all the things like yeah. that. So them looking for just strictly gaming machine, I nope, no yeah. way. Yeah, I cannot, yeah, that's a very good point. I mean, I didn't, I didn't buy my Xbox for the whole entertainment system part of it. I, I did buy it for the games, but it, it's know. nice to have it though. Like, the, I, I, what are they pricing? Do they say what they're pricing this at? No, they're not because it's still, I guess, in 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 um kind of prototype and yeah. But yeah. that that'll be the main thing, right? Because you can build a pretty good gaming PC for seven hundred hours, or I say pretty good. You can you can build a, a PC that will definitely be able to game. <coughs> Starting at probably around seven hundred dollars. So, yeah, all I'm gonna say. All right, I got I got really nothing for that besides cool. I guess I don't yeah. know. I don't know, but it definitely won't catch up to any of the big big brands. No way. Yeah, we'll see. No so last last story. And when I was reading the next game slot article, I at first I thought it was about Bobby. Then I realized. It was, uh, so I'm going to uh, just what? Go ahead. You, you, you'll see what I mean in a second. So you may. If this has anything to do with Jack Black, I'm going to kill you. 
Oh, yeah, it absolutely does. So, <laughs> oh, I already know what this is. All right, go. All right. So you may have heard of our dear friend Bobby here. Oh, oh see, I mean, uh, actor Jack Black. Uh, <laughs> oh, my has, God. I'm going to jump through the screen. He has decided to start a YouTube channel mm -hmm. uh, where he uh, posts his own, uh, you know, COD montage. I mean, um, gaming. <laughs> uh, and it's proving to be, you know, Pretty popular uh, within the uh, gaming community. He's already reached 2.5 million subscribers. And he goes under the name, I don't know how to pronounce it. Jablinski. Jablinski. Jablinski Games. He's, oh, he started the channel on December 21st, and it's got to 2.5 million Jesus. subscribers. And, 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 and wait, and wait, and, and this gets better. If I can jump ahead real quick, he reached a million subscribers before he even uploaded an actual video. Like he, he uploaded, he made the account upload a video, say, Hey, this is Blitzky Games. Like it was like a minute video. That was it. And then he reached a million. And they made another video saying, Oh, hey, cool. We hit a million subscribers. Thank you very much. And I think he just up, if I, if I recall correctly, somebody go check this for me. He just uploaded like the first, like, I guess, legit video. Yep. And that, and that video was of him playing uh, pinball. Huh. Uh, he went to the, he went to the Pinball Hall of Fame or whatever it's called and uh, played a bunch of the classic pinball games. Because I saw I, is, I saw that in my feed recently. Is yeah. that like that? That's got to be like a, the fastest growing channel ever, or it uh, seems like it. It's definitely close. Like uh, that's like if he hmm. he like got a million subscribers in basically like a few days. You no, know that's a good question. Is that the fastest growing YouTube channel of all time? I mean, because uh, I know, and I I hate even saying his name, but uh, I know a bunch of Jake Paul's uh, yeah. uh, team members. Uh, had Team similar 10. had yeah had similar uh um had similar things because i remember the one line from the it's everyday bro song was the guy saying you get a million subscribers in a month oh okay so, so this but this was a million in like a week I yeah think. something like that yeah uh, that's a good question i'll have to find i'll have to, we'll have to check up on that so you know, like I like I said, um, Bobby here is playing. I mean, uh, excuse me, Jack Black is planning. Oh my to god! Make a video game YouTube channel. Uh, he's no stranger to video games. He's uh, starred as Eddie Riggs in Double Fine's 2009 action game Brutal Legend. You may have you may remember that one. Mm -hmm. And he's also voiced a couple of characters, video game related as well. Um, so, and you know the, the old. Um, our, I mean, School of Rock, you know, legend. <laughs> uh, so hopefully it works out for him. Although I got to admit, I'm slightly jealous. I, uh, hate, I hate everything you just said. I, I don't know oh, what you're talking about. Yeah, of course you don't. Of course you don't. Because you're going to keep so, playing this game until I die. So just, uh, uh, so I quickly looked up like the whole... Uh, Jack Black thing. So, like, this is just uh, most subscribers in the last 30 days. Um, he's number 11 on the list. What? Uh, the with two point. Oh well, wait. Let me guess. Top two are PewDiePie and T Series. Nope. Uh, no, it's Vlad and Nikita and DLS News, and then PewDiePie. <clears throat> um, but then, so like, it says how many videos he uploaded too. So he has three, and then the one right below him is. Uh, Colo, Tunes, Jimmy, and Friends. I have no clue what that what? is. What? Uh, three videos for, and they have two million as well. So, well, so well, my my question is, okay, yeah, that's the most subscribers in in thirty days. 
But my question is, is that the fastest growing new channel? Yeah. No, I know. I, I can't. I don't know what I'd have to, like, look up for that. Yeah, um, I don't know to... either. I don't even think anybody keeps that stat. Well, somebody should. Yeah. We'll look. We'll follow up on this next week. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I wanted to look that up. Yeah. Um, That's what I want to know. But anyway. Uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and move on from in case you missed it. So I hope yeah. you all that one. Uh, and somewhat, then the last... Somewhat. Somewhat. <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> And then the last thing we're going to touch on is the NFL playoffs. Um, we record this Sunday, the 6th. Uh, so we had the, the wildcard games yesterday. Uh, Houston, um, I'm sorry, the Indianapolis Colts beat the Houston Texans 21 to 7. The upset there, and then Dallas uh, beat the Seahawks by two points, 24 to 22. Quick notes on the games <clears throat> um, for the Indianapolis game. So I think. Um, I, I was, you know, at the beginning of the year, I, I remember saying Houston would be a playoff team, and they were. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the year, I was thinking, man, if these guys get into the playoffs, well, they were getting into the playoffs. Like, I thought they were really going to struggle. Like, I did, I was not very high on their team, um, even though I thought they would get into the playoffs. But the few, last few weeks, they, they struggled. And then Indianapolis came in, and it was 21 nothing. Uh, and then Houston got a controversial touchdown to make it seven, but that that was all she wrote. Um, you know, one thing I tweeted yesterday that uh, I am not being agreed with, but um, I'm still I still think is the case. Um, I think uh, he won't win it because of the year that Patrick Mahomes had. But um, and I'm not saying he should win it or anything. But what I what I am saying is I think Andrew Luck should have at least a little bit of love, a, a little bit of love for MVP this year. Um smoking. And that's not smoking. Actually, you know it's funny, the odds for the uh so he's actually he's actually smoking, but he's actually he's actually fourth right now on the MVP uh, on Vegas in Vegas for the MVP right now. He's like um, sixth. He's not. It's it's <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees, uh Philip Rivers, Andrew Luck. Or I'm sorry, I think actually oh, sorry, fifth. five. Yeah, five. Yeah, yeah five. Uh, because okay. because it's 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 uh, Mahomes, Breeze, Gurley, uh, Rivers, Luck. So it's not smoking. He he. I guess he is getting some love. But yeah, I think, dude. Like I mean, besides Bobby, I think nobody on the face of the earth thought they were going to make the playoffs. Um, and they have. You and it was heard all- it here. I mean, that was. I still think that was a hot. I, I had a hard time believing Neckbeard would get back in <laughs> after missing 2017. Uh, no, I mean, look. I mean, he. I said this at the beginning of the year, and you know, they had uh, some guys step up, um, notably Darius Leonard on defense. But there was like basically practice squad players on that defense at the beginning of the year. Um, their offensive line was terrible last year. It was one of the best this year. Um, and that's why they got there. But, you know, Luck had an amazing season. Um, I had him in uh, fantasy football as I drafted him. Not as a back. I, I had I had uh, Luck and um, Jared Goff, and I thought Goff would be the guy I went with all year. But really it was Luck. He had an amazing year. And... Uh, and yeah, I think he should get some love, but um, but yeah, I mean they they handled the Texans pretty easy uh, last week. Um, and then the other game, I mean the the big story, unfortunately, was Alan Hearns 
um, oh. with one of the most gruesome injuries I've ever seen in my life. Um, his ankle was literally backwards. Um, he is undergoing surgery, I think as we speak, or it already happened, uh, to repair that. Um, and hopefully this man can uh, walk again. Uh, <laughs> because uh, I think football is on the back burner at this point after an injury like that. Um, oh. So, yeah, uh, you know, the Cowboys kind of, to be honest, I didn't watch much of that game because I was watching the World Junior game. Yeah. Um, but, you know, from what I've seen of it, that was most of what I was watching. And then, um, you know, like I said, it, Cowboys, uh, Cowboys did what they needed to do. One thing, I, you know, I was thinking, um, if there was two teams I did not want to play in the playoffs, it was the Seahawks and the Eagles. Uh, this year, like I know they're both wild cards, but I, those were two teams that were hot. Uh, I'm sorry, three teams. All it's funny because they're all birds. Uh, the Ravens, the Eagles, and the Seahawks. All wild card teams, um, or actually, I'm sorry, the Ravens did win the division. Either way, all teams I would not have wanted to play in the playoffs. Um, so the Cowboys survived that. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, we recorded on the Sunday. We got two more games coming up. Uh, a game I'm really looking forward to the Chargers and the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens uh, having one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, I, they are the best defense in the league this year. They've been insane. Um, again, a prediction Bobby got right. And, you know, the story that he keeps coming back to is uh, it's funny because, <laughs> you know, you were saying about the Ravens getting in the playoffs and then you were saying how your roommate, who is a Ravens fan, said, that is very <laughs> generous of you yeah, yeah. at the beginning of the year. <laughs> and uh, here they are uh, against the Chargers, <clears throat> who wish this is kind of funny because the Chargers are 12 and 4. Um, and they're the wild card team, and the Ravens are ten and six, and they're the and they're the division team. So they get the home field there. Um, but that's a one o'clock start. Um, that should be a good game. Uh, like I said, the the defenses should be on display there. Uh, these teams played a few weeks ago on a it was a Saturday game, and the Ravens won that. So, um, uh, I guess quickly, uh, you guys, who's your winner for this game? Chargers at uh, at Baltimore. Fuck, man. I hate to say it. I'm going with Chargers. I'm the guy who doesn't believe in the Chargers. Uh, <laughs> Still don't believe in the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sticking by that. And like when when they lose in the goal this year, I'm gonna be like, I fucking told you. <laughs> Dude, he's gonna take that to the grave too. They could win the Super Bowl, and he's gonna be like, "Nope, so don't believe in the Chargers." Here's, here's the thing: he didn't think he didn't think they're gonna make the playoffs. So you know, yeah. technically, I didn't think I didn't think that was too far fetched. I just thought y'all were too high on the Chargers. Nah, they're they, they were they were coming, dude. I mean, the 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 charge was coming. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it was coming. No. Um, anyway, I ch- if, I, if if they win the Super Bowl, then maybe I'll be like, okay, maybe. He said, "I like what he says it too." Okay, maybe I'll. Be- <laughs> this, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, this is. It'll be like the one time where I actually think about it. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> he's not even going to say. He will not admit it. He will not admit it. It's just you, funny man. All right. I mean, and, and the Super Bowl is only thirty minutes away from me too. Mm. Oh yeah, hey, you can make a trip. Okay, I watched them live, and okay, maybe <laughs> <laughs> sort uh, in some sense, I guess the rope. <laughs> um, Jesus, man, yeah, you're, Bobby. You're Bobby, what do you think here? 
Uh, Chargers barely. Okay. Barely. Um, Baltimore's powerhouse defense, dude. And I was gonna say, I think the Ravens though are like they're they're in the in the playoffs like during a good time. Like they're pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not they're it. they're steaming. Like yeah. they're coming. Don't don't do not count them out of this yet. So Here's the thing about the Ravens, um, and I know this is cliche, but defense wins championships, and they got the best defense in the league. Also, not many, uh, not really any defenses have been able to figure out the whole Lamar Jackson read option offense this year. Um, now, you know, at some point, like you know, if the if the Ravens get behind, he's going to have to throw the football. Which, when if they're behind, they're in trouble. Um, mm. But. Yeah, I think, uh, man, this is a good. This is gonna be a good game. Um, yeah. What time is that, by the way? At one oh five today. Okay. Um, right, man, I will go with the Chargers. Uh, but that one's hard, man. I think the Ravens got to win. I would. Would so? Are we all in agreement that it'll be at most a one possession game? Yeah, yeah. I think. I yeah. think it'll be. Yeah. Yeah, one possession game. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited for that one, and then the 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 final game to um, wrap with the wild card weekend, the Eagles at the Bears. Eagles somehow getting in the playoffs. Um, uh, I will say this now, and I'm sure you've heard it before. Look, like I'm, we're me and Bobby from the Philly area, and um, I wouldn't hate the Eagles if it wasn't for their fans, but I fucking hate the Eagles because of the fans and the fact that they got in the playoff pisses me off. Um. So, yeah, I mean, they're just they're crazy. You, you know, you see it all on TV, and you're like, "Oh man, these guys are crazy." We'll actually be here, and the Eagles fans are goddamn crazy. All right. Did you see, so, did you see the the video of of the guy getting arrested? Oh yeah, and he, and he goes go he go, go. He's like, "Do you have anything to say?" Go Eagles. <laughs> yeah. So so for context, and I I'll have to go find it again. But there's there was a video floating around on Twitter. There was a one of the local Philly state, or well, actually, I don't know if it was a Philly station, but I, either way, sure it was. somebody yeah. was getting arrested. Uh, and the news, there was a news team there, and the reporter asked him as he as he was being led to the car, like to the the, the squad car. Uh, they asked him, "Do you have anything to say?" He looks around for a second, and he goes, "Go Eagles!" And he gets put in the car. Is there anything you, you want to say? We go. Go Eagles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how they are right here. Um, but this game is in Chicago. Uh, I would like, to, you know, what's interesting? I want to see if I can find it. I want to see what the weather is going to be. Uh, Thirty-eight degrees. That's pretty. That's pretty mild for Chicago at this time of year. Mm. Um, okay. <laughs> typical, so, typical Northeast weather, though. Yeah. So, all right. So, what is um? So, what is your guys' predictions? Uh, I man. Uh, I, bears. There's no, I don't see any way the Eagles are winning this. Uh, here, here's the thing though. People have eaten those words before because Wentz got out last year and mm-hmm. everyone counted everybody out. And then here comes Foles. Uh, dude, this is hard. This is really hard. I, here's the thing I was never high on Chicago though. I was just as bad with Chicago as Brendy was the Chargers. Yeah, uh, I'm starting to turn because at this point it's like, okay, no, they're the they're the real deal. My my whole thing with them is I didn't think their offense was there, but I'm obviously uh, very wrong. Um, 
it's it's I don't want to say it's close because I okay I'll say this I it, I think it's Chicago I do think it is very much Chicago um, but I I am not counting the Eagles out whatsoever but I do think if Chicago is going to win this game it's going to be by a couple um, but I could easily eat those words and I'm aware of this now that Foles can just have another game of his life again but the Eagles are still a banged up team do not be mistaken they're still a banged up team they have a lot of their core still there especially on offense but for the most part they're still a banged up team so it's going to be interesting to see they just barely got in it was by the skin of their teeth yeah so they needed the bears help to get in the playoffs <laughs> yeah and but yeah that was that's my favorite thing it's like hey chicago we you guys my favorite is the nbc philadelphia hyping them up like looking good yeah. guys and then as soon as you know we got in or i'm sorry i say we i'm not i'm not even fan. i just i <laughs> I said NBC Sports Philadelphia, and they cover the Flyers. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Anyway, uh, and then they got in, and uh, and they were like, okay, yeah, we'll see you next week. You piece of shit. Like, it, <laughs> it was it was immediate. Like, it was it yeah. was immediate. So, um, I, I think Chicago has this one. Um, I, I I gotta say, as much as the rap on the Eagles fans, I get it. I totally get it. Uh, my favorite chirp that I've heard, and I have to say this because I was like crying at this. They obviously the Vikings got eliminated, and it was you know the Eagles and the Vikings have had some beef. Um, my favorite was somebody posted a picture of a clock, and they said, and it said, uh, they they said, hey Vikings fans, do you call this six twenty two or thirty eight to six? That was like top tier chirp right there. I thought that was top tier chirp. That's, that's actually really good. <laughs> I like that one. I like that a lot. Um, so I got Chicago. I got Chicago. I got the Eagles. Uh, oh, all right. Here's why. I'm rooting against them, so they're going to win. That's as simple as it gets, okay? Uh, the Vikings last week – I'm sorry, not the Vikings. The Bears last week lost um, – uh, what's his first name? Uh, Allen Robinson. They lost uh, Taylor Gabriel, and they lost uh, Andre Miller all to injury, so they literally don't have a wide receiver on the field uh, that is healthy. Um, the Eagles just always find a way, and I hate them, so they'll win. Uh, then they'll win next week, and Drew Brees will like tear his ACL in practice, and then they'll beat them, and then they'll end up playing the Rams, and um, the team plane will crash. So they'll get an automatic victory, <laughs> and then they'll go. We are Marshall, on, and then we we'll, they'll go on and play the Patriots again, uh, and they'll pull off some bullshit and win the Super Bowl again. That's my prediction. Okay, no, the um, pl- the plane, the team plane wow, will crash. Plane crashes, <laughs> which doesn't make sense because the game is in LA. So I don't know why they'd be flying, but you get my point. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Um, you mean in New Orleans? I hate everything about what you just said. That's true. It's gonna happen. I'm telling you, the Eagles are gonna win the Super Bowl again because I hate it so much. Uh, yeah, I, I have the Eagles. I don't know. I mean, the Bears had a great season, but for some reason, I just have this feeling that experience is gonna uh overcome. The Eagles have been there. They did it last year, and the Bears. Uh, I know a lot of people were hyped about them and thought they would be a good team. I don't think it would be this quickly, but they they had. But yeah, I I uh, I got the I got the Eagles. <laughs> um, 
but all jokes aside, I think, uh, I don't know, man. I, if there was, like I said, I just, I wouldn't want to play the Eagles. They, there's just something about that team where they, they got in and now the, the foals were on the table. I um, hope you know when the Falcons were scheduled to play the Eagles week one, I was like, well, we're not making the playoffs because the, e- the Eagles just injure everybody. <laughs> um, or get injured, one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, really. Uh, so real quick before we wrap up the show, so I don't know if you guys remember. Um, I remember mine, but our uh preseason NFL Super Bowl predictions. Both my teams aren't even in the playoffs, so really, yeah. who'd yeah. you? I said, you had... I, said, I said Steelers would beat the Falcons. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I don't know if Bobby, if you remember yours. I know mine was the Steelers versus the Rams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I still have the Rams there. Uh, I don't know if you remember yours, but let's. Uh, I know I, we had, you know, we've had two games go by already, but let's, uh, you know, let's give another Super Bowl prediction now that we have the field set. Um, Bobby, do you remember yours? But off the top, I think you said the Steelers too. Or I pro, uh, I, I think uh, I think we all said the Steelers. Back. I, slowly I, coming back. I think you might have said like the Steelers and the Eagles or something. I can't remember. Anyway, um, I thought I thought it was Rams, and if I, I have to go back and revisit the episode. I don't remember what episode we did it, but we'll have to go back. Yeah. I, I, if I didn't say Steelers, I definitely said the Pats because I definitely didn't think the Chiefs are going to be the team that they are. And if I didn't yeah. say the Eagles, I definitely said the Rams because I knew how good the Rams are going to be. So um, actually, it it wasn't the Rams. I know that because you you both trashed me on the Rams. You were like, "Nah, they they're gonna they're not going to be that good." No. Did I? I thought I thought I thought I can't remember. Okay, I don't want I don't want to say anything more about what I said in the past because I know I could be completely wrong about it. I I at least knew that Gurley was a problem because obviously you yeah. know fantasy standpoint he was a thing. But we'll I don't know I'll go back. I'll tell you what we'll go back and then next week we'll we'll bring this discussion to the forefront again yeah. and we'll we'll figure out what exactly we said because and if I if I did trash the Rams you know that's the one NFL team that I will retract my statement and say okay i was wrong but i don't yeah. remember saying that nah um, i can't i can't remember either but i i tend to not remember yesterday so um <laughs> all right so yeah let's uh you know like i said we already had two games passed but let's get our super Bowl predictions brandy uh let's uh yeah get your revisited look all right i'm not gonna go through the whole bracket but i'm just gonna say this yeah my super bowl pick or my, my Super Bowl teams, the Los Angeles Rams and the Kansas City Chiefs. That would be that would be the best game after yeah. the game they had th- this year, the fifty-four to four. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, fifty-four to fifty-one game. That's a game I want to see, but I don't know if it'll happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think the biggest obstacle for okay, I'll go through the biggest obstacle for each each team. Uh, I think the mis- biggest obstacle for the Rams, quite honestly, is going to be whoever wins the wild card game today. Mm. Uh, I think who are, I think if they can, they, you know, I think if they can beat either Philly or Chicago, I feel like they have a, a more reasonable path to the Super Bowl than. Well, if if the if the Eagles win. They would play the Saints because they're the Eagles. Oh, the yeah, Saints. sorry, my, my bad. Uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. Either Philadelphia or, uh, um, I guess Dallas. What? Dallas, yeah. Yeah. 
So I I feel well e- e- either way I still feel like the Rams. Um, I I feel like if they were to be you know I would be I'd be obviously more worried about Philly than I would be about Dallas. Yeah. Uh, so you know if they could beat Philly, you know that that's huge. Um, so their their biggest competition is going to come from the divisional playoffs. I think that from the Chiefs, it's going to come from the AFC Championship. Uh, probably from you know most likely New England, but you know we'll see. Um, so I'm going to say Chiefs uh, versus Kansas. Uh, Chiefs versus Kansas. <laughs> Uh, Chiefs versus the Rams in Super Bowl 53, and I'm going to have the Rams winning it 30 to 24. Okay. Bobby. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So I, I'll start off immediately as my, I, I had my, my headphone case just fell and I couldn't get it back to where I needed it to be. So sorry, I was struggling there. Um, so here's the thing. I, so I'll, I'll say off the bat, I have Chiefs and Rams as well in in the Super Bowl. Um, and uh, but I think the Chiefs to the Super Bowl by the skin of their teeth. Here's why. Um, and I, I I had to look it up just just so I knew I was right. So, and I know my opinion is not going to be taken seriously because I am a Pats fan at all. I know, but here's the thing. The, we, Ty, you just said earlier when we were talking that the defense wins championships. Is the Chiefs' defense really ready for that at that point? Right. Uh, so the, yeah. they they had a, they had a shootout with the Patriots uh, early in the season, and the Patriots took that one forty three to forty. Now, I'm not saying I, I'm not sitting here saying, "Oh, that was a dominant win by the Patriots." It was a shootout, dude. It was a shootout. It was it was no different than what those last year's Super Bowl was, right? Um. So if the Chiefs are going to – I think the Chiefs' biggest obstacle is going to be the Patriots in the divisional round. I, I think they're going to run away with the Colts. Um, I mean, the Pats still have to get there, um, and that's something that I'm a little less confident of than I have been in previous years, I'll, I'll be honest. But if it's going to be the Chiefs and the Pats in, in, in the conference round, um, I, I think the Chiefs have it. But, again, I think it's going to be a, another shootout, but they have to win this one. Like, Well, I mean, obviously they have to to get the Super Bowl, but – their, their defense is, is still not all there, and it's not going to be this season. So it, it, they're really going to have to get something together here and really, really rely on Mahomes back a little bit yeah, uh, for sure. to, to get there. And if it's not the Chiefs, it's going to be the Pats. I, I, I don't um, I don't know. I, it, to me, um, I think the Pats can take on the Chargers um, or the Ravens. Um, not easy. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be easy, but I think we can definitely edge them out. Um, but I don't know. And then I think the Rams have a bit of an easier time than the Chiefs do. Um, I think they'll beat the I think they'll beat the Saints in the NFC Championship if that's what that's gonna be. Surprised the Seahawks got out. Um, I, I've been high on the Rams, so I definitely have the Rams having kind of a cakewalk to get to the Super Bowl. To be quite honest with you, but I think Chiefs by like the skin of the teeth. Quite honestly, and. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just felt like, I just felt like that Seattle Dallas game. I felt like that was probably as close to a pure toss up game as you could get. Yeah, I, my, I think my favorite take from that game was uh, someone was saying, uh, you know, I love all the running play calls uh, by Pete Carroll in that game. Talk about a guy who's learned his lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was my favorite take. But um, and then I guess who do I have winning in the Super Bowl? If it's the Chiefs and the Rams, I got the Rams. All right, so we agree there. Keep in mind, short and simple, and I'm not kidding when I say this. I, I, I really mean this. 
this as my final Patriots Eagles. I'm not. I man, I, man. that's Where's piping. I, I mean, you can. It's happened now. It's deser- It's deservedly so. But I just have this, you know, this notion that the Patriots are always there. They'll get there. The Eagles will somehow find a way. And um, I know it, this is based on no stats whatsoever. I just have that feeling. So that's and another bridge will happen in the Philadelphia area. I, <laughs> and, I, uh... and, but I, I'll say that, and I'll say the Patriots will win that this time, though. Well, that's the thing I was gonna say. If it, if it's um, if it's uh, um, it, it, I took the first loss with 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 total pride. Yeah. Right. Like I took it very well because I, I kind of knew what I was getting into. If we lose again to the Eagles, I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> Dude, I, I mean... You made that, the, you that, the biggest comeback in Super Bowl history. You could you could take an L. That's what, that's what well, pissed me off. That's what pissed me off, though, because, like, you were not mad that they lost last year, and I'm like, you spoiled asshole. Like, that's what happens <laughs> when you win the Super well, Bowl every other year. Right, right. But, like, <laughs> the other part of it is is that I do like the Eagles. I'm from the area, right? So it's kind of natural nah, that nah, I like them. No, I, I, I know you don't, but you know me. I, I, I you know, Philly die hard everything else, right? Yeah. I am, yeah, I, you know, so for me, you know, if it, if I wasn't a Patriots fan, I'd definitely be an Eagles fan. So, you know, they're my second favorite team, no question about it. And I was like, okay, you know, Patriots have been here before a number of times. If the Eagles take this one, you know, I'm still rooting for the Patriots. I want them to win. I want them to get their sixth. But if the Eagles win this one, I'm not totally going to be pissed about it. And I wasn't. I, I, I got a little salty at some of the chirps. I, I'm not going to lie. But <laughs> uh, but who isn't, right? But at the end of the day, it was good to see. Uh, but I, I'll be – I'm not uh, – this time, nah. If, if, if we lose the Eagles again in the Super Bowl, I'm, I'm going to be livid. I'm going to be livid. By the way, I, I'm sorry to – this is kind of backtracking, but I was just looking at the odds for the games today. The Ravens are actually – Two and a half point favorite, which is kind of interesting. Well, they're hot. Yeah, they're yeah hot. I mean that might that might also have to do with them being the home team. I don't know, but you know, I just had to mention that. Um, sorry, dude, but yeah, uh, no, I for some reason I just have a feeling that that's going to happen. I mean, it it's mm. might be far fetched, but right. uh, the the NFL recently, you know, it seems to be that uh, you know, there's all this talk. Like, for example, the Chargers, for example, like, um. I'll, I'll use this because, you know, they're in the playoffs now as a 12 and 4 team. And, and, that, and that's at the beginning of the year, that was everybody's dark horse or something. And now they're yeah. here, you're like, you expect them to do something. But the NFL is a way of uh, just, there's something about like experience or something. Like, it just, it seems like every year the same teams are in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's the Patriots, the Steelers, um, you know, the, the Broncos when they were at their peak, you know, it was the Seahawks. Like, it's been the same. It's been the same teams there. Um, I don't know. I just have a feeling. I mean, it might be a dumb prediction, but in before, you know, if Chicago beats them today, great. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're all about the hot takes here. So, but yeah, you know, that's that's just my feeling on it. Um, anyway, let's wrap this up. We are uh, long on our first episode back. Well, uh, well, wait. Well, I'm sorry. Good. I'm sorry. Real quick, you did oh, miss yeah. one. You did miss one thing. What's that? Uh, you need to tally up the final. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, real quick, I mean, so we have possible plans uh, to continue something on here. But basically, from uh, our regular season NFL predictions that we stopped because we 
we were not doing the podcast. The final scores was uh, I had 18, Brendy had 18, and Bobby had 15. Now, um, we might decide a tiebreaker over these playoffs. We will see what happens. But yeah, yeah. I will say our, me and you, our Super Bowl predictions are completely different. Yeah. So yeah. maybe we could fiddle, fiddle around with that later. I mean, we'll announce next week. To to be fair, I mean, uh, if I had a real prediction, it probably wouldn't be that. But that's just my gut feeling. But yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. Um. Anyway, uh. Yeah. So that was the final scores. Um. You know, throughout the year, like I said, we apologize for stopping it. But uh, when the podcast didn't get recorded, it's kind of tough to give predictions. So um, apologies for the lack of podcasts over basically the past month and and how delayed the last episodes were. Um, yeah, a lot of it was technical difficulty. A lot of it also fell on me, so I'll take some personal responsibility for that. Uh, uh, everything got really crazy toward the end of November, beginning of December, and uh, everybody's schedules were conflicting. And then, of course, holidays and everything like that. Um, we already have talked uh, and figured out a system for when that happens again, um, and figuring out what to do going forward. So we will be a little more consistent going forward. We have a plan in place. So apologies for that. Um, and it's just good to be back. I'm glad to be back doing this again. Uh, it was fun. Um, hopefully, Zach can get back on here next week. Um, yeah. And uh, we'll uh, kind of continue that. But um, as for the show, you can, uh, you know, if you'd like to contact us, uh, we do have a Twitter, at Complay Network, that Brendy has done a fantastic job on, as I've said in the past. Oh, uh, and Brendy, do you want to plug yourself real quick? Yeah, oh, you can yeah. say go ahead. I made a personal Twitter account, at BrendanCPN. Go follow um, me. Um, I need more than two followers. <laughs> That's um, me. And Tyler doesn't even follow him yet. It's me I, and the, the CPN Twitter. Yep. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I'll get there. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I mean, even myself and Bobby have gotten more involved in that, too. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, well, you guys really Twitter. talk about, like, when I'm at work and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot and of fun. And I was doing a couple of World Junior tweets, which I wanted to do a little more live tweets of, but I ended up not being yeah, able to watch a lot of games. I need one of y'all to live tweet for me today well mm. i got you i got you fam. all yeah, right so here we go. uh we're, we're gonna wrap it up here uh thank you for listening um like the video if you liked it um and if you're listening on something besides youtube uh you know give it a review if you're on itunes uh we will be back next week uh with episode 16 of the podcast and uh we will see you then um but it's good to be back and we will see you next time peace